Hey guys, brand new podcast. Uh, wow, it has been a day. Leanne just said that two seconds ago, and I'm reiterating. Yeah, it's been a day, man. It's been a real day. Uh, you know, um, I do a show for all things comedy uh, called Something's Burning. We did the first episode with Bill Burr and me and Tom Segura, and it was a, a hit, a smash hit. We well, just what released. What is it? What's it? A- it's a cooking show, but uh-huh. it's I don't really know how to fucking cook. The whole point is. Uh, if we're going to be secret time right now. Um, <laughs> I was a little frustrated that all the chefs were getting TV shows and that people who got into television to get into TV shows weren't getting TV shows. <laughs> so I thought, what if we just took back TV shows and we started with chefs? <laughs> I got a little frustrated. <laughs> I would never tell that to anyone, but that, like, that but was But you just told everyone. Yeah, but that was my ultimate drive was that you were watching these half-assed talents fucking host TV shows only because they could cook. And I was like, fuck that, bro. I got into television to get into television. And so I was like, fuck, I can cook. I can cook better than you can do comedy. Unless you're on camera. Who gives a fuck about the cooking? <laughs> if you don't have a good TV show, you don't have a good TV show. You can put the best cook out there, and they suck dick. And and so, and so I'm a shit cook. No, I'm you're a, an excellent cook. I'm an excellent cook, not on camera. Very, there is a real talent messy, to being messy. a cook on talent. Yes, uh, there is. A chef on talent. You got it. And Bobby Flay is the shit. Yeah. He really is the shit. And you can tell that guy's got his chops. He's great. He no is, pun intended. <gasps> What's that? Ooh. Anyway, um, so I got a show called Something's Burning on All Things Comedy. Um, All Things Comedy is technically a network. I don't know what we are. We're a collective of comedians who all do podcasts, who all share in creative ideas, try to help each other out, and we own all the content. And it's just a great, great, great group. It's obviously started by Bill Burr, now Madrigal. I did not plan on doing an All Things Comedy read right now. Oh, well. But uh, we did two episodes today. I did one previously with Tom and Bill. I did one with the Scholar Brothers that I just watched. It just came out yesterday. I hadn't seen it yesterday. I was a little overwhelmed. And uh, with myself, not with anything else, with myself. Mm. And uh, You can and I, be overwhelming. And I watched the Scholar Brothers today, and it was fucking awesome. It was really good. It's, it was really great. Those guys are so goddamn funny. They really are so fucking funny. I want to get them on my podcast. Um, I got to get them on my podcast, but yeah, so check out something's burning. We did two new episodes today. One with, uh, Brian Callen and Brennan Schaub, uh, from fighter and the kid that'll come out in a couple weeks. And then one with my wife and Wheeler Walker jr. And that will come out in a week, a couple weeks or more than that, probably. But it has been an overwhelming day. I did a podcast with Owen Benjamin that will come out in a couple weeks. Um, and that was a burner. Owen came in hot, didn't he? He came in hot. He was like, he was like, any beers? I fucking love him. I really love him. Yeah, he's and, a really great you know, guy. He really is a great guy. And not everyone, you know, here's the thing that is, is fucked up about this world is not everyone agrees with everyone's politics. No. And for some reason, people have taken it out on him to try to get him fired. Now, what? look. Oh, yeah. Why? Because Owen goes hard in the motherfucking paint. Well, what, what, how so? I mean, I, you got to listen to this episode. There's at one point... Where we're gonna put up a clip on, on uh, Instagram, where I talk about, I don't even know, I don't even know what the reference was. I was trying to be politically correct, and Owen just changes it and goes, "No, no, 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 fuck that! I want to hurt their feelings." <laughs> it was he is just so, you know, he he's he's been blackballed by Hollywood, and in the but ta- why I don't know this this podcast is not about Owen Benjamin, but. 
But I thought it was a... Uh, no, it's uh, not. We ended up talking about oh. my guest today. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm just telling you about the day today. Oh, got it. So, I, oh, I came in. Owen was coming hot. It was 11 o'clock. He's like, beers? And I was like, I never turned down beers. I grew up in Florida. So we had a few beers this morning. After I ran six miles or four miles and rode for 30 minutes. So, like, I was super loopy by the time I got to, to All Things Comedy and did something's burning and then we just got back and you just did homework with the girls not to run through my fucking day like I'm and i sold story. girl scout cookies uh, with them after school today and i did all kind of stuff today it was a it was a great day and i go to philly went philly tomorrow so i just breathe right in the microphone but yeah and so it was uh it was a it was a it was a burner bit of a bit, a bit of a burner day it was a cra- it was a long day i use that word wrong i'm tie tie are you i, I am, am fucking beat i, I don't want to pack I'm can i tell you what i want to do what? would it be would it kill you what oh god if i just bought clothes in philly what why would that kill me i just go i'm not buying clothes just here. go to the gap just go to the gap and buy a bunch of clothes and just wear them I'm I'm afraid. I'm afraid of that. Because if I say yes, you're going to start doing that in every city. Have you seen your closet? We cannot get another thing in your side of the closet. 200 bucks. A couple shirts. Yeah, but. A couple yeah, but, socks. Yeah, but. No, but. but I, won't, I don't need a new pair of jeans. But, All I need are socks and no, shirts. No, but you just went to the, the uh, Nike and Adidas. That's different. And you brought home so much stuff. That's different. I don't even have anywhere to put That's it. That's different. And you're refusing to clean out your closet. Okay, I'll tell you what. You don't have to have sex with me if you've packed my bag. I wasn't going to have sex with you. No, but now you really don't have to. Well, I didn't have to anyway. No, but now I won't ask for it. That's okay. You could have asked for it. It still would have been no. I I'm like exhausted. This. I like this a little emotional... Um, creative awakening you're going through. What do you mean? Your face looks younger. It's because I've been working out every single day. I think it's because your podcast. For those of you who don't know, I've check out Leanne's, one episode. Check out Leanne's podcast, Wife of the Party. It is available on iTunes. It's available on all platforms. There is even an I. Is do we need to put up a YouTube link? Yeah. There's a YouTube link. Listen to me when I say this. <laughs> she is not doing this for money. There's no money involved in this. No. Um. She doesn't care about fame. She like legit. No. She's only doing it because at a certain point in her life, a man came on my podcast and said, what about you? And she got afraid about where would she be if she didn't focus on her. And so I think this podcast is more of a self journey for herself. And, and, and quite honestly, if it doesn't turn you on, if you don't like it, that's, that's super cool with her. A very, a guy wrote a very funny a negative comment the other day that made her laugh and I said I told her I go don't read comments and she said uh I just read a negative comment and I was like really and he was like if I want to hear some housewife bitch about her life I'll take out my iPad my eye my ear pet earbuds and listen, and listen to, my, to my, wife. my wife and I was like I was like dude that's a good comment it was awesome I love that guy I don't need anybody to listen to it yeah, I think it's, it's more of a creative outlet and for me it's I feel like if I've learned something from the conversation I just had it was worth it the fun thing about making creative things and this is I'll say to everyone I know a lot of you guys are into podcasts the way I am and you got into them the way I am you listen to Dan Carlin uh to Rogan to Marin to Nerdist, to all the greats, and uh, and you were like, I, I, I want to not 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 I can do one of those, but I want to do one of those. Mm. Like that creative outlet is what you want, dude. Do it, fucking do it. 
by the way, and I say this all the time, and it, it doesn't happen as much as it used to happen, but it happened a lot more before. Hit me up in your town. I'll do your podcast. That's the truth is that I believe in this medium. I support this medium. I enjoy this medium. And it's the reason I know guys like Zane Lamprey, our host, our guest that we have today. And, and it, I'm telling you when I say it, just do it. Just fucking do it. And if it sucks for two years, who gives a fuck? If it's a reason for you and your buddies to get together on a Tuesday night, have some beers, smoke some weed, have some cigars, smoke cigarettes, have a dip, have a chew, have barbecue, have whatever the fuck the thing is that binds you to guys together and have a great conversation. That's what it is. My podcast simply is this. Me hanging out with people I would never get to spend three hours with and talk to. Right. And I do it once a week, sometimes twice a week. And it and it's so enjoyable. And and I said to Leanne when she started hers, that's that's what it should be. Just enjoy it. So now she's getting together with her friends for an hour a week, two hours a week, and they just get to talk about life. And they share it. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. And if you do like it, you do like it. I hope you subscribe. I hope you enjoy it. I have only listened to the episode with me. I thought it was amazing. I think I'm an amazing guest. <laughs> By the way, I'm the only guest you'll ever that get that's been on Rogan. But like, <laughs> if she you gets sponsors, know. if she gets sponsors, great. If she doesn't get sponsors like Hims, which is my brand new sponsor, and I'd like to I welcome know. to the podcast. Yeah, I've wanted this. I've wanted this sponsor for a fucking long time. I have to say, I was on like, I was really. Um, I was concerned about this sponsor because I'd only heard one thing. And by the way, I think you might have burned part of this sponsorship, which I'm totally into. What are you talking about? Keep going. But when we were on the conference call with them about all that they offer, I was really, really impressed. Basically, when I was 22, I started losing my hair. No, probably 20. Yeah, no, probably 22. I started losing my hair. When I was 21, I got a Caesar haircut. I had long hair, so it was combed all over. Oh, my God. And was, shut up. A and when Caesar? I was 20, secret time. And so when I was 22, I got a, I got a, uh, I, everyone realized, started saying I, lo- I was losing my hair. It was my fir- first foot in the grave. Look, I understand that you're like me. You're a very regular person and you might be losing your hair. Maybe you're with a girl, maybe you're not. Maybe with a girl you don't love. That's the situation I was in. And I just thought, fuck, maybe I'll be unwantable on the market. That was my perspective. And I started Rogaine um, when I was 22 years old. That's basically 23 years ago. Yep. I started Rogaine. Now look, I'm 45. Tom Segura is 37. He has such less hair than me. He is bald. Why is he bald? Because he never started the preemptive strike. He never put a fucking UN... Uh, group on the perimeter to make sure that no one invaded <laughs> the fucking troops. He sat back like a fat cat and said, this will never happen to me. And it did. It didn't happen to me. I have so much more hair than he has. I am so much younger looking. You, I Right now, you're all you're I'm stuck. So much thinner. You're stuck on the fact that he's 37. He's 37. Wait, he's only 37? That's what everyone said. And I'm 40. Five Now, granted, yeah, he's a lot more successful than me at a lot younger age. There's a lot bigger prospects in his career. Yeah, yeah, we can all. But look who looks better at a country (laughs) club. This guy. Because I got a full fucking head of hair because I started using Rogaine at 22. Oh, Bert, maybe you have OCD. Well, maybe you do too, okay? And here's the point is get in front of the fucking train. Get in front of the fucking bus. Get in front of the fucking problem. And well, that not is what, just with hair loss. Oh well, with erectile dysfunction. There's a, there's a 
here's the deal about hymns, and this is the product that I'm all I'm letting you know about, is that, um, and, and I'll I'll explain this for you right now very simply. It is forhims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, all for men. Medical grade solutions, real doctors offering well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help keep your hair. Dude, there is a brand um, out, well, it's the brand they offer. I say Rogaine. What I'm saying with Rogaine is Minoxidil. Yeah. That's what the, that Minoxidil that's the is Minoxidil. Generic. Yeah. That's generic. Yeah. The only reason I say Rogaine is because when I was 22, it had to be prescribed by a doctor. You had to go to a doctor. And there were a lot of people going, oh, you lose your dick uh, because of Rogaine. I was just like, I don't give a fuck. What good's my dick if I'm bald? That was my point. By the way, yeah. And, and so I, I, signed, I had a doctor prescribe Rogaine. It was $50 a month. Uh, an, a month. When I started, it's now 53 for every two months, but Hims gives you such a better fucking offer. No herbal supplements. This is real shit. Prescription solutions backed by science. You don't have to sit in a fucking waiting room like I did. There's no awkward doctor visit where you're like, I think I'm losing my hair. By the way, I've done that three or four times with doctors. I think I'm losing my hair. Is there anything we could do? And they're like, what are you doing? And I go, I'm doing fucking Rogan. And they're like, bah, bah, bah. all you have to go is do all you have to do is go to forhims.com answer a few questions a doctor will give you a review and prescribe you directly to your door it shows up to your door listen to me when i say this if this was offered to me 23 years ago 23 years ago this is what i would have done if you are a young guy and you feel like you're losing your hair bro get in front of it now that's all I can say. Don't they also have like vitamin supplements and? It's it's but it's go go to the website. It's you fabulous. just go to the website and see everything they've got. It's everything. It's everything. It's so easy too for a guy. The shampoos, the conditioners, yeah. the they've got minoxidil. They've got uh, testosterone. I forget what it's called. The 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 equivalent of um whatever Rapecia? the but the equivalent of that, dude. Trust me when I say this, my listeners. I am doing this, okay? I'm not talking about this. I am doing this. Not only me, I, it hasn't started yet. I haven't got my first prescription yet. I just did my whole workout. But I trust me when I say this. This is what I'm doing. Go to uh, get a free. My listeners get a trial month of everything you need to keep your hair for just five dollars. Do you have any idea how much money I've spent on my goddamn fucking hair? <laughs> a, a lot. My <laughs> listeners get a trial month of everything you need to keep your hair for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. See websites for full deal details. This would cost you hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy, and that is the truth. That is the truth. Go to 4 slash birdcast. That's F O R. H-I-M-S dot com slash BurtCast. Understand me. Forhims.com slash BurtCast. I'm telling you right now. Sold America. Best thing I ever did. Yeah. Best thing I ever did. Yeah. My buddy Lorenzo uh, stopped using Minoxidil mm -hmm. at one point. Lost all his hair. Yeah, he did. I even said on Rogan one time, I will quit using minoxidil for $5 million and lose all my hair 
for five million dollars. Yeah. And 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 just watch my hair fall out. Because Lorenzo's did like literally fall out. Dude, I'm telling you, it keeps your hair and it keeps. You're not gonna. You may not have a full head of hair the way you want no, it to be. No, it just prevents it. it. It's prevents, preventative. It's preventative hair right. loss. It's, pre- it's not propitious. I'm so happy to have that sponsor. I really genuinely am because. Uh, it 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 is what the guys listening to this show need to hear. Well, it's, it's, you know the thing about our sponsors are there or your sponsors, not ours, but yours, is that they are products that we or you really use. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're doing something's burning today, and Georgia goes, "You guys should do a uh, blue apron for something's burning." Yep. And and someone was like, "You guys use blue apron?" And Georgia was like, "Are you serious? Uh, yeah. We cooked two blue aprons last night. <laughs> we did the orange." Carrot chicken. Yep. And we did the steak with the mayonnaise. Seared steak. Seared steak. I don't remember. Oh God. Speaking of which, They're Blue delicious. Apron is the number one lead leading meal delivery kit system in the entire U.S. We love Blue Apron. Blue Apron's another one of those ones that it just connects with our family. It is cheap. It is affordable. It is. Uh, there's a variety. It is fresh. It's healthy. It's healthy. When I say cheap, it's not cheap. Cheap. It's under $10 per person, mm-hmm. which if you go to the store these days, is hard to find. When you're talking about at least three ingredients for every meal for every person. You mean three dishes? Three, three, um, three, uh, three dishes. Yeah, three little sides. Not dishes, but It's three. like a, a meat and two sides. Yeah, it is. Um, we've been using Blue Aprons, uh, how long? Like two years now? Uh, maybe not quite that long, but a while. Well over a year. But you know what? The thing is, I feel like when I get the box on the doorstep, I feel like I got a present. And then I open the present and go, ooh, look at these two amazing meals I get to have this week. It's high quality. I'm telling you when I say that, like I pull out the steaks and I go, oh, shit. This is, you know, and sometimes you go, oh, so this is how I should shop. Yeah, We steal true. from Blue Apron constantly. Yeah, and I employ you to steal from Blue Apron. Take a look at the recipes. We made this carrot, carrot marinade thing last night <clears throat> that you're like... It was I like could, a carrot slaw. A carrot oh slaw. Oh my god. What was on that? It was uh, sesame oil, rice vinegar and mirin, salt and pepper and that's it. And it was I, it was, I put it just on like lettuce today because there was so much yeah. oil and vinegar on it. I used that as a dressing. Oh my god, it was so good Did like that. Did you use all of it? No. No, because I couldn't find it. I saved it and for then, you. And then I went and I tried to eat some of the chicken and mm-hmm. someone had eaten the chicken today. I only ate one piece. Okay. And then I went through and ate the rest of the bok choy. Bro, Blue Aprons bring them back bok choy. Oh, that bok choy is good. That bok, bok choy is a fucking gangster. Here's the deal real quick. I'll tell you anything. And I'm not going to suck Blue Aprons dick because I will. I literally will. <laughs> Stupid. There's flexibilities. There's 12 new recipes each week. <laughs> Customers can pick two, three, or four recipes based on whatever fits their schedule. Um, it's, I was about to go, it's a l- relatable, it's real, it's delicious, it's lighthearted. <laughs> those are the talking points. <laughs> Look, we've already covered all those. Um, it is convenient. It comes to your door. It is fresh. It is high quality. Blue Apron sends only non-GMO ingredients with meat, with no added hormones. I fucking love them. It's worth every penny. And the thing that they don't say that I will say is that it does bring our family together once a day at least to sit down and have dinner. And I hope that I hope that, that you find that in your family, whether it's Blue Apron or with not. And if it needs to be Blue, Blue, be Blue Apron, which for our family, quite honestly, it does yeah. in a little bit. 
Because if I go, what does everyone want for dinner? Everyone wants something else. Tonight, Isla, tonight was not a Blue Apron night because we did something's burning. Isla had uh, In-N-Out Burger. Mm-hmm. Georgia had sushi. Leanne had uh, In-N-Out with the... Protein style. Protein style. And I ate nothing and had a beer. And so no one really sat down. No, but you know what else it does is the girls get excited for dinner when they know it's Blue Apron, and they argue. Every time it's not Blue Apron, they argue because it's a power struggle over who gets what they want for dinner. That doesn't happen. With Blue Apron, it's like the, the leveler. Here are the co- here, here's what's coming out in the coming weeks in February. Strip steak with potatoes and spicy maple collard greens. I'm into that. I'm fucking really into that. I love collard greens. Me too. Spicy chicken. With stir-fried vegetables and jasmine rice, mm-hmm. um, that is the one we didn't make last I night. I know. Yeah. That's yeah. the one we didn't make last night. Creamy fusellini, bucati pasta, bucati. I don't think it's bucati. Bucati. It's bucati pasta with fried rosemary and walnut. Ooh, fried oh. rosemary? Oh. What does that mean? Oh, I've, I've read this one before because I want, I've read all these before because this is the one I really, really, really want to have. Soy glazed Korean rice cakes. With broccolini oh. Oh. and soft boiled eggs. Oh. And yo, Blue Apron, I'm stealing how to make soft blue boiled eggs. Hey, Bert, man, your reads are fucking five minutes each. No shit. I like our products. Here's the deal Blue Apron is treating Bert Cast listeners to $30 off your first order if you visit blueapron.com/slash Bertcast. So check out this week's menu and get your $30 off at blueapron.com/slash Bertcast. Blue Apron. I'm licking my finger. About to touch a piece of paper. What? A better way to cook. Yeah. I like to really put a, a thump in it. Oh, good. Yeah, thump it. Everyone knows Halston has changed. Uh, Halston, if you don't know who Halston is, then this is going to be a mystery to you. He's changed the way we work. Um, he's He's been absolutely fantastic. Amazing. And I, I think that if you don't have... If, if you are running a business... And you don't go out of pocket to employ people to help you streamline your business. You're not running your business right. I was very wrong that, about that for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where I regret it. I genuinely regret it. Yeah. I think my life would have been a lot easier for many years. A lot less stress. A lot lower blood pressure. A lot less drinking. A lot less drunk posts uh, on podcasts. And a lot less of just people going what the fuck's wrong with your audio and the point is every business needs great people to find a better way to every every great business needs great people and a better way to find them you know the thing about running a business is about your effectiveness and your efficiency and it makes it so much easier to be more effective and more efficient when you have the right person i sat back and i would just say on the podcast I need someone and I just pray to God they'd fucking find me. And that is not the way to go about no. it. It really isn't. And and this might be my best ZipRecruiter read ever. Yeah. This might be Emmy award winning. Oh, do they have Emmys for podcasts? ZipRecruiter knew there was a better way to do what you're doing, a smarter way. So they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> ZipRecruiter learns... <laughs> The way the Emmy just, I just lost the Emmy. I think, yeah, the Emmy just lost it. Yeah. Zip Recruiter learns that 
what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience, and invites them to apply to your job. These invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. In fact, 80% of the employees, I hate that it was so natural, and then I now I feel like I'm fucking stuttering through a read. In fact, 80% of the employees who post a job on ZipRecruiter get quality candidates through the site in just one day. And ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive so you never miss a great match. The right candidates are out there for you right now. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. I'll tell you right now, we're doing, uh, We're I, you'll hear this a little bit, um, a sneak peek in the show, but I am doing a special in two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah. In two weeks. And man, I got to be dead honest with you. I'm being dead serious when I say this. Mm-hmm. I love everyone I'm working with right now, mm-hmm. but it would be really cool if ZipRecruiter could do that. If you could know that you got the best candidates right away, if you could know, like if you could just go online and just go, oh, the, this is the right guy for what I'm looking for. Right. Like we got a set designer. He's, he's a great, by the way, got a set designer and they're like, hey, we hired this guy. Uh, Tom's his name. I'll tell you his name. And I was like, I was, I was a little nervous at first, but and I apologize, I'm ZipRecruiter if I'm in the middle of your read. But I wish, to, I, I sincerely thought, I wish ZipRecruiter was here to help me find the right candidate for this job. I wish I could look at a bunch of applications and have them send them to me right. so it'll be easier for me because I'm hiring someone for this. Well, you probably could do that. You just have to post the job for a set designer on ZipRecruiter. It would be a little tougher on ZipRecruiter with set designer only because it's such a, in, Hollywood's a, such a different a beast you know maybe like, but maybe you know, not but you know what i tell you what if anyone's on zip recruiter it's fucking tom this guy's done every special i've ever seen and every tv show i've ever seen <laughs> and i was like i was like i can't believe i even argued about this guy he's fucking amazing right he really is he goes i've worked at the truck and i was like really and he was like broke down what works at the truck he talked about the truck in detail and i was like wow so yeah not to interrupt my ZipRecruiter read, but right now my listeners can get a try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. If you want to find your Tom, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Last but certainly not least, fuck the stress of goddamn fucking Valentine's Day. Why? You already got my present? I do. Oh, do you? I'm about to read it to you right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, why would I not buy you this? I don't this, know. This is a no-brainer. Who gives a fuck about going through and and like sitting, walking through a mall and going, what size ring fingers does she have? Oh, God. Is she like shoes? Should I buy shoes? Are shoes appropriate? Valentine's Day present? Maybe I'll buy a jacket. Oh, shit. Winter's ending. Valentine's Day gives me so much goddamn stress. I don't want to think about it. I remember one time, secret time, I bought you a present on Valentine's Day. Do you remember this? I don't know. And it was a big box of chocolate. And I wrote on it, big box of chocolate. Yeah. And I was driving to your house to pick you up for a date. And you're like, so what are we doing for Valentine's Day? And I was at um, La Brea and West 3rd. And I thought... It's Valentine's Day, and I pulled over, and I tried to buy you a Valentine's Day present as quick as I could, and I just, Valentine's Day gives me stress. Yeah. So, fuck that stress. Who's your Valentine's Day? Do you know who it is? 
Well, then don't worry about it. Here's the deal. Sherry's Berries and Pro Flowers have perfectly paired together for a perfect combination. Am I right, Leanne? Yeah. Yeah. What do you, what, uh, best Valentine's Day present ever? Uh, Sherry's Berries was pretty good. By the way, we got Sherry's Berries. No, we ate them. Oh, they're gone. Oh, they're gone, baby. They were gone. I didn't even, I, I barely got one. Our children stole them, the, the, and they were delicious. Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. You don't have to worry about Valentine's because we've got you covered. Sherry's Berries and Pro Flowers have teamed up to help you f- really impress your Valentine's this year with the perfectly paired collection. Go ahead and think inside the box. Ba-da. With this Valentine's Day gift, this really is a one-of-a-kind gift. We got... The gift, obviously, you know, when we do a read for someone, they send us the gift first and we got it. What was it? Nine berries? Eight berries? It was six uh, chocolate-covered strawberries. I'm sure it's in the read. There were three different flavors. There was white chocolate. The strawberries are super fresh. They are ice cold. There is an ice pack on top of them. And there are beautiful roses included. There were a dozen roses. One box. And it's all in one box. Stop thinking about it right now. Just do it. Just do it. And the thing about Pro Flowers, too, I, I think I said this your last podcast, is the flowers come directly from the grower. So they tend to last a lot longer. And most of them have not opened when you open the box. So they are really, really as fresh as they can be. And those lasted a long time. Uh, the chocolate-covered strawberries did not last a long time. They the were eaten very them. quickly. But the flowers lasted a really long time, and they're beautiful. Really, this is a one-of-a-kind kind of gift. You got dipped strawberries, flowers. They arrive together. Beautifully designed box that keeps your berries cold, your flowers fresh. Guaranteed. Right now, my listeners can save 20% off of any one of the perfectly paired combinations or any other of the gifts over $29 with my promo code, BERT. Please use this to tell your listeners about the perfectly cared code. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. Um, <laughs> what? I was reading the... Sometimes I like reading the, the call to action. Uh-huh. But here's the deal. The, f- the fucking flowers are beautiful. The berries are great. And you don't have to think about shit. You're just That's done. It. It's one-stop shopping. Just do it. Yep. Do it. And here's the call to action. Hurry up and order today. Valentine's Day is next week. It literally is. It's yeah. It's Holy next shit! Wednesday, yeah. Get it? What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Have you ordered my present yet? Yeah, you're getting exactly this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you already ordered it? I'm ordering it right now because it says <laughs> you I, haven't I'm, ordered I'm assuming it. I still have time. You haven't yet. There's only one way to get 20% off. I wonder if I get the 20% off. Of course you do. I want, there's only one way to get the 20% off a perfectly paired gift over $29 featuring freshly dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries and beautiful blooms from Pro, Pro Flowers. Visit berries.com. B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com today and enter my code BERT at check it out by the way do that because then they'll keep coming back once a year like they have for the past four years and support my podcast that's berries.com b-e-r-r-i-e-s.com and enter my code BERT dude how long does I read 31 minutes Jesus Mary and Joseph oh this is your book I thought it was my book. Um, nice book. 
Oh, oh, did you really? I'm gonna see if I can kill this beer in this reed, oh, and then go. You maybe pack. should wait till after the reed. You know nope. what I'm saying? Do I sound drunk? Just a little. I like to read the call to action before I actually read the call to action. Just saying. Hey, save it for your podcast, okay? It was my Leantics. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> Leanne's like, everyone's liking my Leantics, but I don't know how to do them if you're not in the room. Oh, it's because I'm a professional fucking comedian and I'm fucking gold. So when I come by in my Speedo to talk to you and your friends, don't be like, we're having a great conversation. <laughs> I did get a lot of comments about you always bringing it back to you. One guy said, I never realized how self-centered Bert was until you did your podcast. No, I really, I really genuinely am. I really genuinely am. By the way, an insecurity happens with me if I feel like I'm not talking about me, that people think that I'm not interesting. (laughs) I've never seen you laugh. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I start thinking like, do they think I'm just some idiot that stands by? Like I do that. I do think that I think most entertainers feel that way a little bit. You don't think that's just narcissism? I'm not narcissistic. What? I'm regular. You're you're you may have some for Hollywood. I'm regular. You may have some narcissistic tendencies. No. One or two. Name them. Uh, You continually redirect a conversation back to yourself. You think that. I don't think that. Everybody thinks that. By the way, she didn't catch my redirection, did she? <laughs> um, <clears throat> put the burn the Jair list. Never have him on my podcast again. Oh, he was he amazing. He ruined my life. Uh-uh, he did um, not. Today's podcast is absolutely fantastic. Guys, I, I, I really appreciate you guys enjoying our Leantics in the early moments of these podcasts. <laughs> uh, but this podcast is great. I've known Zane... For a long time, I've known of him for longer. I've known of him probably eleven years. Um, his show on uh, HG HD Net, three sheets to the three sheets, was one of the most popular shows at the time. It still is to this day. Probably one of the higher rated shows that have been on television, especially at the time, because at the time he had a, he had a show on HD Net when everyone was getting HD television, so everyone fucking saw it. Mm-hmm. And if you're going like, I, I don't remember it, just think back. Three sheets. Zane traveled around the world drinking. It became his brand, but as he says in this podcast, it was never technically his brand. He liked traveling. He liked having a good time. He liked drinking, yes, but like adventure and travel was always kind of his brand. Mm-hmm. And he got kind of lumped into drinking. And he was like, cool with it. We all like drinking. Um, but he was never like a hardcore boozer, you know? Yeah. Like he was, it was never like his, he was never a tell. Yeah. And so, but he ended up, that became successful for him. He did another show called uh, Drinking Made Easy through Mark Cuban, mm-hmm. I, th- I think, if I'm not mistaken. And and he did a big successful tour through all the House of Blues. We talk about all this on the podcast. I'm just giving you, catching you up to speed if you don't know Zane. But more importantly, I think the thing that Zane's been most successful with, and and... To say that is really undershooting Zane because he's been so successful with so many things, and I do not take that lightly. Like, trust me when I say I have, I have half succeeded on everything I've done in this business. That's hey, not hold, stop, true. Stop, 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 stop. Hear me out. Hear me out. That's not true. Hear me out. I have half succeeded. Travel Channel and half success. All of the all of my projects. You are I know, so listen, full listen, of malarkey. Listen. No, That's not true. But yeah, no. You got to be honest with yourself. If you're not honest with yourself, you're never going to succeed. And the truth is, Travel Channel, 
I was half successful. I never got huge ratings. I got good ratings. They always got, uh, they always got picked up. We always did in other seasons. If I, I think I was successful, but I wasn't a smash hit. Adam Richman was a undeniable smash hit on that network. He arguably or inarguably is the last star to come out of that network. Adam Richman has the highest rated shows that's ever been on that network. Anthony Bourdain, smash it. Andrew Zimmern, Andrew Zimmern. Rachel Ray. Smash it. Rachel Ray, smash it. That is the truth. When I was on that network, I was a mediocre success. Mm -hmm. Meaning like no one was like flipping out over me, Mm -hmm. but I got, I kept kept working. Mm -hmm. You, now you fucking confused me because I don't know what I'm talking about. My point is this. Mm-hmm. Zane was a solid hit on all his shows he was doing, but it wasn't the success he's had as of recent. Okay. And the success he's had of recent was through Kickstarter. He decided to do a TV show named Chug that he funded. I'm going to talk about all this in the podcast, but I'm just giving you this right now. Uh, a TV show named Chug where he was on trains, drinking, and traveling around the world. And he funded it for, I think, over a quarter of a million dollars on Kickstarter. Say what you're going to say. Wow. Right? That's a success. That's amazing. And he sold it and he aired it and he aired it to all his fans. And it was a success. Such such a success that he decided to come out with a brand. He knew merch was big, so he came out with a drinking jacket to kind of like merch his fans what they wanted and that was a massive success Mm -hmm. he then came out with the adventure jacket what that was the highest selling fashion design product ever on kickstarter ever with i think over 1.7 million dollars funded Jeez, he's got a product right now called adventure adv3 t-u-r-e okay it's on kickstarter there's a link in my in in this podcast where you can find it you can find it i'm sure just type in what i just said but basically he has 23 more days left in the product and it was supposed to fund for 50 grand and he's already at 150 grand that's great so he is massively a success in what he's doing with adventure gear with with apparel Mm -hmm. with what he's doing he is much bigger than he ever was in television and to defend my earlier statement, mm-hmm. much bigger than I ever was at Travel Channel. Mm-hmm. And it's a pleasure to watch him grow and kind of um, branch off and do what he's doing now. He also has an amazing, an amazing vlog on YouTube that's called Zane's World. And he's got a podcast that matches it called Zane's World where he brings on his three kind of associates and his buddy and they talk about travel that's basically a travel podcast. Zane has traveled a ton. He knows everything you know. I feel like I'm, I'm going on and on about Zane where you should just listen to the episode. Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> wow. Here you go, Halston. My point is, I love this dude. I'm so happy for his success. That's great. I'm a little buzzed. And I just, I just want to make sure everyone knows how badass he is because he's a fun motherfucker. Ladies and gentlemen, Zane Lamprey. This is What's up, buddy? Out of it. How you doing? Snap, snap into it. Yeah. What you up to? Did you have a hangover this morning? Do you have a hangover right now? I had such a. I don't I, ever get hangovers. Here, talking to the mic. 
Are we starting Halston? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I was get... considering when you said let's do it Monday, the day after Super Bowl Sunday. I was like, eh, I probably should just do us both a favor and reschedule. That. I, uh, I don't really get hangovers. What I get now is uh, I've drank too much in 24 hours, and my body needs to detoxify from that. Yeah, that's a hangover. Is that a hangover? Well. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't call it a hangover. Like, I, I look at people that are... Ha- I mean, maybe it is a hangover, I guess. It's your body It's your body dealing with a hangover differently than it could when we were in our 20s and we could bounce. We were made Ugh. of rubber. I went to an infrared spa today. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. awesome. So no, I have no idea what you're talking about. So they, uh, the ones I went to was in Burbank. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Rogan got one in his in his podcast uh, compound. He installed one. He put one in. Uh, it's not to... like a tanning booth. No. Okay. It's. I don't really know the technology per se, but it is a UV or an ultraviolet infrared light. Are you naked? That, yeah, you're naked. Okay. That permeates your body, gets to your muscles, um, kind of goes a little deeper than like the just a heated room right and so I, and this is all speculation and so you, did it this, you did it this morning this morning i woke up did I, it make you feel immediately better or worse immediately better better immediately better wow. so much better that i Are have, my feet okay yeah i've been online looking to buy one and have it installed in my garage and you've looked it up and what is the cost of these a thousand bucks a thousand dollars that's Six, it 16 well it's, it's not a big one it's like a two-person one it looks like a, it really looks like a telephone booth you stand yeah no you know you sit like this one was you I, the, sit in a booth you, yeah it looks you it's no joke it looks like a wooden <laughs> telephone booth and uh and and it defied dude the second i started sweating i just was like feeling immediately better and i was like oh my god it's gone and I, my head brightened all the, and it, you, I, they do it. A, I think they do it at a lower heat too. So I did it at one fifty five for thirty minutes. You were the temperature of the booth was one hundred and fifty five degrees. One hundred fifty five degrees for thirty minutes, thirty five minutes really. And when did you? What, how long ago did you do it? Uh, this morning, I, I drove over there and I was like, oh, hey, went in. Hey, let me call my buddy Zane see if he wants to go over and get this. Uh, I should have. You know, it's so funny. We could have done. We could have been I, there again. If it, we could have been naked in something the size of a phone booth, you you get to know somebody. <laughs> Dude, my dick looked solid, solid and red. So, because it's hot and blood circulating, <laughs> it's everything looks the way it should look all the time. Engorged. Uh, my dick looked. Solid. You know, I would, if someone, I'd a, I almost wanted to get a picture of me because I'm naked and I'm sitting there and my, I just kept looking at my dick going, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, buddy. And I wanted her to walk in and look at me naked. If you would have masturbated under those, that, you know, those conditions, you probably would have passed out. You're probably on the threshold of passing out anyway. My heart rate 155 was, yeah. degrees. And then you masturbated, you would have passed out. What was, uh, I, I, my heart rate was like 132 degree, 132 beats per minute. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. They say in these infrared saunas, this is what they say. I don't think it's accurate. They say 30 minutes you burn the same amount of calories as if you went jogging for 30 minutes. And then they also say the thing if you get in the ice bath. That's what they Yeah, the polar plunge. Yeah. And then that rejuvenates your, uh, it, your skin. I don't know if any of that's true. I don't know if any of this is true. Well, you know, we did, I did hot yoga for a month. Hot yogurt? 
Hot yo- yeah, hot yogurt. That's just really disgusting. good for your stomach. What did you do? You just put it on you? No, no, hot yoga. I know. <laughs> and uh, that was uh, that was I got really into that. I got in. I, I think it's the the placebo effect of watching yourself sweat. You know, it's funny. So I get this asked to me all the time, including as recently as like yesterday. Someone said, "What is the hangover cure?" Because that's what we do when I did my shows. We would sort yeah. of like, and um. And, and then every time you, you think one's going to work, I would have a doctor that debunks it. So let's say spicy food, right? They, oh, say, yeah. they say you sweat it out. But so while that might help you to get some toxins out of your body, the other thing you're dealing with is, um, is you're dehydrated. So if you are dehydrated and sweating it out, you're, you're making the problem worse. Um, and then you, you can hydrated. do you can do things like yeah, these people smoke weed or take a Xanax to sort of you know hide the symptoms Jeez. and stuff. Those a Xanax. Xanax, Xanax actually works. Um, Xanax really works. It does that actually. Really, it, it does really actually work. work. Yeah. Actually really so works. that and uh, um, have you ever gotten the IV treatment? Yes. Okay. Now there's have, one. Have you done? No. There's one down the street. No. Are you serious? Yeah. It's a little pricey. I think. I mean, it's like, how like much? It's, it's like ninety nine bucks. I mean, it's fine. I think it, 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 but it's a bag of salt water. You know, I mean, whatever. It's fine. Is that what it is? Yeah. I got the B twelve shot. Right, right, fine. The... You, yeah, you can you can get stuff added to it, whatever. So then it ends up to being like one thirty nine, whatever. I was just like, man, I wish it was like sixty nine. I don't. know. It's just that's stupid because it's so close. But like, imagine if it was fifty nine or sixty nine. You're having a crappy day. You just go and get it. I might want that guy to come over and get one right now. They will come over. They will. Uh, they will, yeah. They, I'm just trying to think of the name of it, but yeah. They'll, What's the they'll name drive of home. it? How's my wife? They drive to your house. She'll drive to your house. Yeah. Oh, I might it's start like, lining um, this guy up for Monday morning. Yeah, yeah. Just be like, hey, every Monday morning, <laughs> just yeah, expect. Yeah, just, the Monday morning is gonna suck. Yeah, I'll have see the guy you. come over. Imagine if you had you had like this uh, Chinese guy. He's like, let's let's make him 70 years old in this scenario. Okay. He comes over. He gives you like, deep tissue while you also have an IV going into you. You know, and you, you walk into this, the room feeling like crap and you know, you know, that in 30 minutes, you're just going to feel better. I was in, I, I was it. in Miami for the, the South Beach uh, food and wine thing. And I woke up one morning, I, I ate something bad, like oysters or something, plus alcohol. And I was just feeling like shit. I, I threw up and I was just like, my wife's like, we're in Miami for three days. We're going out. I'm like, yeah, yeah. She's like, and so she down the street, there was a place. She made an appointment for me to get, you know, the IV. She's like, you get the IV, then we'll go get some food. I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. Fully intending to disappoint her after that and be like, I'm sorry, I really feel like crap. I'm going to go back to the room. I'm sorry, but I tried, whatever. So I, I go back, go get the IV treatment with all these extra things in it. And I, I'm really too, almost too nauseous to walk. And again, I'd thrown up like an hour before. And I get this thing. 25 minutes later when it's done, we went and had... Cuban sandwiches and rum. I mean, literally, it was like just completely dehydration. Because if you drink, people say you you dehydrated. Yeah. If you drink, the water has to absorb into your body. Your body doesn't work like that. You're going to keep peeing it out because it only absorbs a certain percentage. Whereas the IV just goes straight in, rehydrates you, and you're back back on. Really? And it was amazing. How amazing. A little bit closer to your mouth, just in case. In my mouth? No, yeah, that's probably no. You don't. Is that for you or is it for audio? That's for that's for audio. I don't know what it sounds like, but I I just thought you liked. I'm always imagining. I just I just thought you liked the look of it. I just like the look of it. He was yeah. He was he was giving me this mean look. Is that why he was doing it? Oh yeah. Well, he's deaf. Um, The uh... (laughs) did you see that vampire outside your house? Yeah. What is what? What is with that? I think. Do you know whose it is? Yeah. So amazing. Is it a homeless person? No. Okay. I think he's my new neighbor. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. What yeah. does he do? 
uh, just worships owls. The the name the, the license plate something is like meowl. Meowl. And then it's a it's a you know a van you wouldn't get children near, and it has a cat. Oh, which is so nice because my daughter. The first thing my daughter said when she saw his van oh, no. was. Dad, he's actually pretty cool. I go, wait, you've talked oh. to him? <laughs> I was like, I let it's don't literally talk in front to of your house. The guy with a van. <laughs> like it's, it, it literally is there to attract children. Yeah. Covered in owls. No, so yeah. of course, I was like, got, It's got cartoons on. You couldn't even put that avatar on Facebook anymore because they don't allow cartoon avatars. Yeah. So guy couldn't even use it. He would, he would need to dress up as a cat owl, and I bet he's done it before. The uh, Yeah, and I was like, he's actually pretty cool, Dad. And I was like, how do you... Have you talked to him? And she goes, "Oh, are you kidding me? It's covered as his van's covered in owls." Yeah, he's very gentle. Yeah, Dad, oh, he's what? real friendly. Oh no, no, real friendly. I love I love forms really odd relationships with people. Um, she had a teacher. I can't say his name, but his name is perfect. It okay. is the perfect fucking name for this guy. Okay, got it. I said something. Describe him, and then I'm gonna guess the name. I said. Uh, she said, "Let's." Just, I'm, I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him Mr. Johnson, just to be safe. Okay. She goes, "Mr. Johnson's had." I said, "I don't know if I like your relationship with Mr. Johnson. I feel like it's a little too, like you you know too much about him." He's a him. teacher. He's a teacher. What grade? Uh, I don't know. Whatever grade she's in, I can't yeah, say. Got it. Um, and so I go, "I don't like it. It's a little too intimate." She goes, "I feel like you're making fun of him." I said, "I'm not making fun of him." She goes, "Daddy's had a rough run of it." I was like, what? She goes... Did she, she use those words? Yeah. She goes, oh, so, yeah. It's an adult be, phrase. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hollywood's not giving him his his, uh, his share. Okay. Is and he, I go... Is he a drama teacher? He's... Ta- no. He's feeding these lines to her. Yeah. And she's repeating them. Parroting. Yeah. She's parroting them. Yeah. Um, he had dribble pneumonia. I mean, dad, he's buried two... F- he's he's had to bury two friends in the last month. It's been rough for him. And I said, Isla, I don't like that you know all this. She goes... There you go. And then she goes, I only know this... Because uh, I walked in, I walked in him and crying in his in his room one day, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I go, "I really don't like your relationship with and this a, teacher." And a, and a child talked him. Yeah, talked him. He back. was crying, and then he told her Hollywood's been rough. I had to bury two friends, and uh, I had triple pneumonia. Hold, hold on, I'm just going to go back a second. What is what is Hollywood's been rough? He's an actor. <laughs> He's an actor, of course. He's a fucking actor. Okay, so hold on, time out, time out. Are you equating having a tough time in Hollywood with your fr- two friends dying? You're putting the same at the... Uh-huh. That's yep. why you're crying? Yeah. Not because of the two friends and or Hollywood, but they both sort of converged, and that made it for a rough day. And your emotional dump goes to an 11-year-old girl. Because <sighs> she walked in on you crying in your room. It's so good. I was, I was like... I, and I could not stop laughing when she goes, I only know this because I walked in on him crying. His name is Herb. <laughs> his name is Herb Dickley. <laughs> he should have changed his name And people told him that When he moved out here and He's like no I'm sticking to my name And that's why And that's why Hollywood's in rough I wrote a script That I'm gonna We're producing uh, As of na- as now I guess You guys will hear A lot more about this Because we're gonna Incorporate the fans And we're gonna make it Like a podcast It's gonna be free entertainment Everyone always says to me Thanks for all the free content That's what they say all the time So we're gonna tr- We're gonna make this Script Eight episodes A sitcom Released once a month there's mm-hmm. going to be there's going to be a lot of uh things that i think will be fun for the fans and make it interactive and enjoyable but the first thing isla i told isla about the script and she was like yo can you write in a part for mr johnson i was like what i was okay. like can you uh i did okay of course okay, i did thank, of thank you fucking course i did okay it's he, he plays uh, an inappropriate teacher herb dickley's <laughs> gonna be he's gonna play a teacher <laughs> it's a stretch um oh my god yeah um i love your uh i love your travel vlog that you and mel do oh the zane's world I, thing i love it Thanks, man. i fucking love it it's so well done thank you it's so 
You know, it's so funny is that, you know, it, it so circumnavigates what, like, Travel Channel should be doing what, that. Wouldn't you think? It's weird. They, I don't think they. they I, we, it's, I, it's, so we've just taken it and just said and presented to some of the networks, and they're just like, it's not what we're looking for. They, they don't feel like it can go anywhere. Like, what are, you, what are you talking about? We're going and exploring. I don't know. The whole. Dude, oh, networks, I don't, God. I mean, first of all. Ah, don't even, all those, all those, uh, you know, channels are just. I don't know. They're crazy. I, I'm. I don't know that I do network television ever again. I would. I don't have an interest. Uh, it, it, yeah, but then the offer comes along, and then you go, okay, you go the pros and cons and all the kind of stuff. It's a great commercial for other stuff. If I wouldn't have done that stuff, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm what I'm doing today. And it's funny. I was thinking about that as I was driving over. This is me driving. Yeah, that's how I drive. <laughs> kind of like a, I, I drive like a, kind of like Mister uh, Herb Dickley. Um, but the, uh, it's, it, it, it's sort of a means to, you're making me want you're making me want to make a cocktail right now. People are saying, what are you gonna make? I don't know. I may, I may just do like a, a shot of something. Do you, you know, when you watch, um, I just throw some stuff, like, uh, uh, Mad Men or like even like 30 Rock with Alec Baldwin yeah. or what was I watching something recently? Uh, Madam Secretary, my wife watches that or or even House of Cards when they go at the end of the day and they just uh, pour themselves a scotch or even sometimes in the middle of the day. Do you do that? I, uh, it makes me, it, it, I mean, it, it, may, it feels good, but then I just feel I'm unproductive and tired. Yeah, I don't drink. I, I, I try not to drink during the day. I would love to just be able to do that. Um, but I, but... And then at night, it's complicated because if I'm home, I try not to drink because it's like, I might as well wake up early with the girls. Yeah. Um, what I do a lot of times, I will take a Xanax so that I don't drink. I'll take half a Xanax. Um, if, I, if I take Xanax, I will not touch fucking booze. Right. And it's a half of a half of a, it's a quarter of a milligram I end up taking. Yeah. Barely feel it. To go to sleep? Uh, no, just to relax. Yeah. Like to enjoy the night. Yeah. Just and then you do, I do that. I'll do that. This is gonna sound like very fucking crazy, but my regiment has always been uh, Mondays would take a Xanax, half a Xanax, and so I won't drink. And then don't drink Tuesday, don't drink Wednesday, fly Thursday. And then 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 you start you you do your um you do you're you're traveling most of the weekends, right? I'm, tra I'm traveling every weekend. This Wednesday I go out and scout. The truck. I'm going to. So I'm doing my special there. I started yeah. talking to the set designer. Yeah. Um. And then I'm scouting the truck Wednesday. I'll probably party pretty hard Wednesday night. I think my buddy's gonna stay. My buddy's producing my special. He's the one also producing Wait, my TV show. You're shooting it here. I'm shooting it. No, the truck there yeah. in uh, Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's. I thought. Okay. I saw that. Yeah. Okay. God, I hope I told everyone it was Philadelphia. What if they're all flying out to LA? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just saw because I saw you're saying the tickets were available when you were chopping up that record. Um. Oh, Ari's record. Yeah, I uh, I was I was showing. I have my my crew. I have my office in my house now too, and I my my crew. Before I was heading over here, I was showing them some of your stuff, and they were like talking about how funny you are, which made me a little upset because <laughs> they don't say that about me. Maybe it's just a given. Uh, when you were wishing your buddy a happy fiftieth, and you were doing the barbell curls, yeah, and you just kept going. 
so good. It just kept getting better and better. When you're just and then, and then, by as luck would have it, I gave up I right know, at the that last killed second. Me. <laughs> that killed me. I was like, oh my god, it would have been amazing if you just kept. Oh, that extra second. Um, you're. You, uh, I always say this. I'm sure I've said this to you a number of times, but your setup that you had, um, in that office, that's always been my dream. Like with this, you know what's so funny? Uh, so this guy Hess who works for me, and he was like. I was heading out the door and he's like, you should go into his house. And, and he, he's like, yeah. And he's like, what's the setup? I go, it's pretty much like this. So I've, I've now built something not quite as big as this, but basically like this in my house really? because I was spending money on offices. It was so stupid. How, mu- how and, much? And, mm, the first one, your offices were, you were in the, really, yeah, yeah. You were in the, you were in the really big one, which I was love that like, office. It's probably like four grand a month. Holy shit. Yeah. It was huge. But we had the show going, so the money was coming in, and we had the merch going because for the show. So that was just like, it wasn't a big deal. And then I moved into a smaller, did you come in my smaller one? Yeah. The, uh, n- the nicer one on Ventura? It was, yeah, it was a nice. It, it, it was a little it, bit smaller, but yeah, yeah. That was almost the same price. That was probably about 3500 3500 yeah. And then, and then, and then basically when that was chug and then that one didn't get picked up again, then I got a smaller one, and I was working on the couch, and I was like, had to go to the office, but it's just me. I was like, I don't know. I'll just stay here. And I was like, wait, why do I have an office? So then I decided to build an office in my house and put an addition on. And so now I'm there. That's, see. Inspired by you. You're not inspired by me. It's the opposite. We almost bought our next door neighbor's house. Wow. To make office spaces out of that for a number of reasons. A number of reasons. If he does, if he wants to sell, we either have to sell our house or buy his. Do you get the owl van with it? Yeah, uh, well, now that he rented it out to the owl guy, I don't think he has to worry about. Oh, because he, he was he was he lost a renter, and his other renter is like extremely old and not super healthy, and he's like seven, he's like almost not. eighty. Oh and yeah. So he was like, I think I'm gonna sell. He was like, this company wants to sell it and turn it into a parking lot, and I was like, oh, hold on. I go, Ew. will you run that by us first? Yeah. Like, can give I get- us, and he's like, I'll let you guys if you guys want to buy it, you can buy it, but before this other company. I want to go in. So there was this guy in Long Island. And they, they did something to the taxes. So this guy had lived there for like 40 years or, yeah. 50, or 50 years. I think it was like 50. And they just changed the tax code. So it's based on the value of the property, not what you paid or whatever. And so all of a sudden this guy's taxes jumped to a, a you know, whatever it was going to be because he's in the Hamptons. Now his house is worth like $2 million, but it's kind of not a great house. He's been there for 50 years since it was like a farm. Yeah. And, uh, and so anyway, his taxes jumped to whatever it was like $25,000 a year. And he's like, I can't pay it. Literally, it's been there for 50 years. The taxes made it so he had to leave. And I was like, whoa. Like, if I, I would have liked to have got in on that deal and say, look, here's the deal. I'm going to pay your taxes and your mortgage and whatever's left on it yeah. for as long as you need, as long as you live. You just got to bequeath it. Bequeath? 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 Oh, you'll pay your... Leave it to oh, me. yeah, 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 leave yeah, it to yeah. Me, leave it to me in the will. So I don't care if, it, I don't care if, it's, if it's 20 years, 30 years. I'm not going to, like, speed it up or anything like that. I'll, you know... Yeah, but um, but then you don't have to ever leave. You can stay here until whatever. So like, there have to be situations like that. There's a a, a house in my neighborhood that's kind of just like it's so ratty. Really, I think it's expe- it's like waiting to fall down, and it kind of and I and you know that there's these, especially around here, these are these buzzards, these realtors that are always in good at putting signs on people's door. We'll buy your house. We'll buy buy your house. But they well, they just changed the laws out here where you can't build a McMansion anymore. I know. I just beat it by a. Not that I've necessarily built a McMansion, but I beat it by a month. I rushed mine because of it. 
Oh, you my know lo- what? My lot You're is so small. lucky. My lot is small. They fucked up. They that is makes it makes construction so fucking difficult now. Yeah. The I new know. laws I know. have made it like a nightmare. I know. Um, and you could only go a percentage. Like I think I could go fifty percent the size of my lot, and my lot's my lot's small. This is a small lot. Yeah, mine's about sixty-six. Yours is bigger than that. Our, yeah, ours is a bigger, but not much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so I just beat it just so I could maximize the, you know, just ha- to build my office and you know whatever. See, so, I always but, wanted a compound. I've yeah. always wanted a compound. Yeah, you kind of got a little bit of a compound happening here. You got a chicken coop. We, they, we here are the here are the things that here are our big plans. Okay. Well, I initially I wanted to buy a new house. Then we said, okay, fuck it. If we can buy the house next door, then we'll just put up a big fence and we'll have like a compound, right? Yeah. And then we can do stuff in the front yards. We can make, we can just, we can really change. Like we'll have three different apartments that'll each be office spaces or, you know, and work from home. Yeah. Do the pot, move the podcast studio over to one of those yeah. places yeah. and then have the man cave. And it was like, oh, this will be perfect. Then the other idea was he sells it as a parking lot. We sell our house. Because our house is is uh, is uh, licensed uh, like oh, multifamily. Re- yeah, got it. Oh, so wow, we can okay. put townhouses up. Oh, yeah. Wow. So that was the other thing was buy two lots, and then just sell it all and put townhouses up. Let yeah. someone put townhouses yeah. up. Very valuable. And that double lot. This not, yeah, this poor neighbor. But I, I just want it like I wanted Johnny Depp's house. Yeah, and what, what about, he owns the whole street. What about leaving Los Angeles? I want to leave Los Angeles, but. Yeah. When the girls are going to fucking, no, no. I'm sure the girls are going to go to UCLA or oh, at least Georgia will. Isla's probably going to start a band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you guys? What, what, no. What, what are you guys working on now? And you're in the. So I, uh, you know, I did my Kickstarter yeah. last year. You're the. Were... I don't. I, if those of you who don't know, Zane is uh, arguably. The most successful designer, fashion person to ever be on Kickstarter. Yeah, it was the number one fashion Kickstarter campaign ever. So that was the adventure. That was 2016. And then um, from that, uh, I was able to form a company. People think, you know, we made like $1.8 million and people think like, oh, there you had a lot of money left over. It really didn't work out like that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like whatever. Um, but, you know, some people are like, oh, now you got millions in the bank. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> I got to make hoodies. Trust me, man. People just don't. For real? They just don't, yeah, they don't understand. They don't get it. Um, but the uh, but anyway, so there there was enough to fulfill all of our all of our stuff and hire um, hire people. So I had these two great people, Erica. She worked at Lululemon for five years, really, and she's come on. And we've taken uh, a few trips to the factory and everything like that. I'll I'll give you some insight on that too. And then uh, and then this guy Hess, who was a creative director for another company, and he's helping do all of our videos and creative. And it's just like we're making. I'll show you. We're making really amazing. Uh, stuff. This is the hoodie. So if you remember, like the old, the original hoodie. Yeah. This is just this is just nicer. That's all. Yeah. So this one you can see is like lined with this micro fleece. Oh, this wow. is like the nicest. That's like the nicest hoodie I've ever. Oh yeah. Oh, tried. it's heavy too. Yeah. Oh nice. I I see these adventure hoodies at my shows. Oh, do you really? Oh, of course. Yeah. Guys come up and they're like, dude, adventure hoodie. Uh, dude, let me tell you well, something. Let's, let, people, I wanna, people talk about you to me every day. I wanna, I'm going to backtrack. <clears throat> so just so if someone is unfamiliar with you, they Ooh. get the whole scoop. Who? So my podcast listening base has grown exponentially. Um, the You started with Chug. Chug was your first venture. Yeah. 
let me tell you my story of what I saw. I want to hear. I want to hear your story. I find it fascinating. Your story of me. I was network or network television at the time doing a podcast, but I was doing the podcast by myself, just two handheld mics mm-hmm. and whatever comic came over. Yeah. Um, then you, I had done a Kickstarter for a for a documentary. That's right. Right. And uh, and then you, I I I, I don't I forget how it happened, but you we were like, yeah, we're doing this documentary Kickstarter Kickstarter for this TV show I want to do Chug. Zane before that had had been on um, a very successful show called Three Sheets, which everyone fucking watched. Literally everyone watched. Everyone watched and everyone wished they had. Mm -hmm. And I think of that show to this day. I think of the time that you had that got you paid a professional snowboarder to be you on the mountain. (laughs) And then then you just slid in. You're like, oh, Zane never drink. And I was like, wow, Zane's fucking amazing. Dude, I did that all the time. Yeah. All the time. You had Three Sheets. Then you had... um, you had uh, Drinking Made Easy, mm-hmm. which was on Mark Cuban's on channel. Mark Cuban's channel, and you did a tour. You did an extremely successful stand-up tour yep. through all the hard rocks, all the not hard rocks, the House of Blues. There was yeah, right, 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 exactly House of Blues, and then you decide you're going to do Chug. Chug is a drinking show around the world. I think you were going to put it on trains for the most part, right? Yep. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Exactly. We were, we were trying to justify the name Chug. It'd be funny to have a show named Chug. What's, what's even more hilarious is that apparently that's a racial slur for Native Americans. Yeah, there's that. Um, I've never heard of that. There's, yeah, there's, it's also the, a Chihuahua that mates with a pug. So we, <laughs> we learn afterwards that maybe Chug wasn't the best name for a show. I, but they were like, "How dare you?" And I remember being like, "Yo, you got to give us some credit. We're not hateful racist people." I've never heard of the name. Yeah, I mean, I've never thrown a racial slur at somebody, let yeah. alone. Yeah, Native American. Like yeah. what the fuck? Especially, anyway. especially, well, not especially, but I, who would have even who would even heard of that? Anyway, it was probably back in the '30s. So you said you're at the time you're like you're like this is what we're gonna do for this Kickstarter. Oh, Last 24 hours, we're gonna really just amp it up. Oh. And I'm gonna do 24 hours of podcasting, mm-hmm. and you're like, can you come by? I was like, yeah, I think we did one before that. We did one before that. But here's yeah. what really blew me away: is I got there, you had a team, you had. Two kids and your wife and you mm-hmm. and maybe a, maybe one other person. Yeah. yeah, probably. And you were doing promo videos to that you were just putting on Kickstarter. Uh-huh. Promo videos for the Kickstarter for Chug. Right. And I was so impressed by your it, it. No joke. It is the impetus of what I do now to promote my tour dates and break records and, and but I do it all by myself. That speedo. Yeah. Video. That speedo. A hundred percent. Inspired by something that uh, I inspired did. Inspired one hundred percent. By you, by your simple it's genius, you you have this thing that very few people have, where you just go, "I want it done. I'm doing it. I'm going to start moving. You guys come with me." My buddy Tony, the guy who's producing my um, special and my TV show, has a company called Jack's Media. It's huge. They do everything. I mean, if you look them up, they did Louie, they did Inside Amy Schumer, Broad City, um, Samantha B. They do everything. Tony is that way. He was on a phone call the other day, and he's like, "This is happening. You can either." he's talking to all my agents and managers this is happening you can either uh come with me while we do this or but don't get in my way and i was like i was like oh fuck like i've never heard anyone talk to my agents like that yeah and then they got inspired they're like no 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 we're making this happen and i was like fuck yeah but that's who you are and i remember walking in and seeing you had like a lighting panel set up you had it all everything was like you had a set there and i was like oh this is fucking amazing 
And then I was like, I got to start doing more stuff like this. I think directly after that, I started doing a vlog just because I was like, Zane was doing it. I should do something. You funded Chug. You shot Chug. You released Chug. Chug was a success. Mm -hmm. And you learned through that algorithm of the way to work with Kickstarter. You had a lot of people that were fans of yours. And you're like, here we go. All right, now I'm going to do the party jacket. There was right. The, the drinking, drinking jacket. jacket. Yeah. And so, which was brand friendly for you. You did the drinking jacket and it blew up. You didn't expect it to blow that up that big. Right. And you're like, fuck it. Let's do another one. We're going to do the adventure hoodie, which even was the, I think the number one uh, clothing item ever sold on Kickstarter ever. Yeah. And, and, and that, I mean, when I, but I remember going in and going, I want a team like that. Like I want, like, I remember being so jealous. I was like, he can just come in here and be like, guys, today we're doing this. And everyone's doing it. And is that, then, is that why you have him? Is that why you have him? And by the way, Halston was a, a long time coming. I I, don't, I underutilized Halston, but now he's doing, Leanne's doing a podcast. So he's you doing Leanne's podcast too. pedaling that bike to generate electricity for your podcast. I know. That's what I would do. Because he's uh, just sitting there. Yeah, I know. He's, he, he's not even pressing any dials. He's just sitting there. He makes my life so fucking easy. <laughs> yeah, <I'm sure. laughs> because Because I don't have to worry about... I like I used to do this podcast and I'd be like, yeah, two o'clock, and then come two o'clock, I'd be like, fuck, do I have any empty cards? Right. Do I have to? Oh right. god, no, damn it! The yep. fucking cam, the battery isn't charged yep. for the camera, and so and I, but he made it. He, he does make my life exponentially easier, but, but that is who you are, and you had always had awesome offices, and it, there was always a creative energy there. I remember going to your office one day. I just rode my bike over there, and I, I don't even think I did any. I don't think we <laughs> shot anything. I just hung out. But I liked the energy. Is that the, why, the time that you, something happened, By the way, some, somebody almost threw up. You have a problem with people throwing up? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, someone yeah. was laughing so hard, they almost threw up, and you almost threw up. <laughs> oh. I think I still have that video. I need to find it. But it was, it was, it was, it really is, you know, in essence, it is a lot of the it's Rogan. Like therapy. This is great. Rogan Corolla mentality of, fuck it, I want my own pirate ship. Right. I'm going to make my own thing. I mean, what Joe's doing right now is so inspiring that, like, that I, I have to measure it because I go, I go, hold on. Don't, don't like you, you got to be on your own path but i yeah. look at like i mean I'm, I'm going i'm wanting to put an infrared spa in i would have never heard about fucking infrared spas if joe hadn't talked about them yeah he's you know it's like you get to a point with joe where you're like you're like you just watch the way he's living his life and he's got this huge fucking studio that he's doing everything out of and he's just he's going to become a media like an this is going to sound silly but like yeah. an oprah yeah for dudes who like to be dudes yeah and so but you were doing it I mean, you started it when Corolla started it, and Joe I, and Joe had the same setup. But I mean, like, and so I'm always fascinated in what you're working on. So like, like I was dying to because I saw what did I see? Oh, and you also took vlogging, and like that's one of the nicest fucking vlogs. I mean, your Yosemite trip made me want to go to Yosemite and buy white wine. <laughs> Good. Like it's those Good. things that you know, Travel Channel used to always say, and I think this is where. And by the way, if anyone Travel Channel is listening. Please feel free to tell me to go fuck myself. But here's where they've missed the boat: is they've lost, they've lost programs that inspire you. Like they're right. You, Every, everything needs to have. Uh, it's funny. They're like so. They say we were up for some show recently, and they're just my, my wife and I because of that because of the the blogs or the vlogs, and and they said yeah, but like you're not like the expert we want someone who's the expert are you guys if you were like a photographer and you had this if you had this and this and this i'm like I, I don't know i've been to 65 countries i've done x number of shows like i'm 
I'm, I'm as expert of a traveler as you can get, but sorry, I don't have like a, a pet beaver. Or I don't know some, some weird gimmick or something like that. It's just, it's just enjoyable. It, like that's what they missed, right? Is the shows that the inspirational shows of like, show me this amazing trip and people having fun. And to, so I can basically take a mini vacation for an hour, half an hour, watch it on TV and just have a break from my crappy life. You know? Well, they, I think they, I, I think, Branding wise, I think the I don't I don't even know if I don't know what's gonna happen. I know that Discovery just bought the scripts. Yeah, and so I I I'm I'm not certain. I, I'm I'm really out of the loop. I don't I only I don't talk to anyone. I don't know anyone at Travel Channel anymore. Really? I don't know anybody. It's a totally different company. Were you shooting as of like last year? Yeah, it was last year. Wow. I got let out of my contract. Best they said you want to let you out, and you're like, "Well, I don't, I don't want to be let out." Yeah, they were like, <laughs> you they were like kick, "Yeah, we're not you gonna kick me out. We're not gonna renew your contract." And I was like, "Oh fuck!" And I was like, "What am I gonna do? I've had the best year of my fucking life. Like, bet, like, I think I was in, I think I was lost at that network. I think that no one that watches that network was ever going to find me and make me their thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, no one, like, do you know my three sheet story with that? No, I told you. It's pretty amazing. So, oh so, wait, wait, hold on. Okay, is this where they acquired? Yeah. Okay, keep going. So they, so they uh, acquired uh, Three Sheets was on a channel called Mojo. It went off the air, and then it was sold to Fine Living Network, who aired the fourth season, and then and then it went off the air, and then um, and then Travel Channel acquired it. Yeah. And I'm like, awesome. Yeah. So they 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 called me up travel channel i was on tour for drinking Meat easy at the time shooting the first season of that and i said okay like hey three sheets like drinking Meat easy great but three sheets come on let's keep that bow going so i uh i said what can i do to help nothing i go well i have a publicist that that was was on staff like during my drinking Meat easy and i said you know well she's you know we do things so like you know we're on tour we can we have a big fan base we can and what can we do nothing nothing we got it we got it we got it okay great and so we were talking about it. We're like, okay, well, they like, we're, you know, we're just, we, I don't know. I don't remember how they said it. it was pretty, pretty simple like that. It was quick, but it was like the head of the network. And so we were talking, we're like, Hey, I got my buddy owns Maui brewing company. And why don't I say to the fans like, Hey, let's, let's thank travel channel by buying them beer. I didn't know how many people were going to do it. Oh. I don't care. I don't care if it's a case. It didn't matter. So we put it on social media and I hadn't done anything like, Kickstarters and anything like that. So this was an activation people were happy to take part in. I did a big Save Three Sheets rally when the network went off the air before it turned to Fine Living Network, yeah. where I realized that there were a lot of fans that just wanted to get involved, do, do anything, have yeah. fun, be be part of something, right? Something fun, something great. And so um, we, we ended up doing it where you can either buy a beer, uh, a, a six-pack, uh, uh, or a case, right? And... We sold like, five, you know what a pallet of beer looks like? Uh, I do, I do because um, I walked in the uh, the waiting room at Travel Channel during this time. Stop it! I swear to God, and there were pallets upon pallets upon pallets of beer, and I went, "What the fuck is this?" And they're like, "Zane Lamprey," and, and they I'm were like, annoyed at me. And I go, "What?" And they're like, "His fans just keep sending us beer. I mean, we have nowhere to put it." And I was like, are you serious? And they're like, like, yeah. Like, that's a problem? I was like, hey, can I take, uh, take a 12-pack off your hands? And they're like, yeah. I took it over to my hotel and drank one. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, yeah. I almost, I can't believe I didn't tell you this. I remember when that, I remember that, and I, I remember saying, um, well, that's, that's a great show. 
are you going to do more of them? And right. they're like, we, we have five seasons of them. Right. We can just air all five seasons. Right. But it was like, but yeah, but then the fans had already seen him. And, and, and if you really wanted to activate them, you just needed to make six more something well, to the, get, get them excited and it would have exploded. But in, yeah, instead they just ran six old ones. The thing, the thing that, um, the thing that that, that president at the time, that? is that Mona? Mona. Yeah. Okay. The thing that that president at the time, her name was Laureen. She was, she, right. she is, she did not like me a ton initially. I think we, we found our way <laughs> yeah. together at yeah. least by the time she yeah, got, yeah. she stopped to. working at travel channel. Um, but she was right. And, and she was very accurate in, in her assessment of what, um, a lifestyle network should be doing. And her, and her assessment was, a lifestyle network, and I think this is where travel channels kind of veered a little bit because they don't really inspire anymore, you know? I mean, like, but you, it should inspire you to want to live a better life. Like, it should inspire you to want to accentuate your life. You know, yeah. like, look at like look at someone like Casey Neistat, who, who quite honestly, I, I, I've, I've picked apart at times. I've, I've, I've ridiculed a little bit, but I like him, but I like him. Have you met him? No, I've never met him. He's a dick. Is he really? Yeah, he's a dick. Fuck. I know. He's re- I, I, yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> uh, is that is that wreck it for you? No, I kind of saw he was a dick. I, look, you I, want it's like people like to like dicks, like Simon Cowell and all this kind of stuff. But we were sort of he was repped at WME, and my agents were talking about him like, and I and I'd seen his stuff. I'm like, oh, that's great. He's like he's in town. Maybe I'll see if I can set you guys up for lunch. So yeah. he reached out, and they said pass. Like that, pass. I'm like, okay, pass. pass. Okay, whatever. And then I was in um, uh, this buddy of mine owns. Oh, here, I, I'm, I'm gonna show you this sometime. In North Hollywood, it's called North Hollywood Air, and it's airplanes. I know this guy. I'm, I know he's good friends of Ahmed Ahmed too. Talat. Yeah. And 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 so <laughs> yeah, God, I know that fucking guy. And, and, and so, By the way, my buddy Tony that I was telling you about was shooting out there. Yeah. And they're 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 bodied airplanes. Yes. They're bodied airplanes yes. that you can shoot TV shows yeah. in. So so I had just gotten the no, we can't do it. So I called Talat. Hey, can I come over and shoot? He's like, Yeah, bring come on over. So I had my dog, you know, at my giant Irish wolfhound, yeah. and we walked, we went over there, and uh, he's like, Let me show you, pick out pick out one of the planes. Awesome, dude. Thank you. So we walk onto this plane. Okay, this is like this is two days after I gotten the pass from from Casey Neistat or his agent or whatever it is. Uh, not the oh he'd love to, but he's too busy. No pass. And so walk on this plane. We're standing there. He's like, oh, can someone turn the lights on? So we're sitting in this plane, right? Turns the light on. Who's sitting in the front seat when the light comes on? Casey Neistat by himself. Like what the fuck? What is going on? And I was like. I was gonna say something like, "Oh, hey, I'm I'm Zane Lamprey. I was I just wanted to meet you this week, but apparently you were too busy to to meet me." And I was like, "Whatever." But Talat was there, and I didn't want to look like a yeah, yeah, dweeb yeah, yeah, to him, yeah. so I just didn't I just didn't say anything. And he what was he doing in the front he, seat? He was waiting for someone else to turn the light on. So he's like puts his camera on a chair, like a back of a chair, and it was about to fall over. And so both Talat and I both went for it to save it. He's like, guys, I got it. And just like kind of shoot us out of the way. And he was like shooting something. And, and all the guys, the, you know, the, all the podcasters came on, whatever, because they were shooting something there. But I was like, wow, I can't believe he was just. So was he, sh- was he faking a plane shot? They were like doing something because like they were shooting something in the, there's a terminal, fake terminal next door. And they were shooting some sort of. YouTube movie or something like that, but um, oh. everyone else was really nice. Even that guy who got in trouble for that Japanese thing, the hanging thing. Logan Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was there. He was super cool. Uh, but yeah, nice that was just you know there in his sunglasses and just 
I don't know. Just I, I guess that's maybe it's his thing to be. Well, I hate to compliment mean. him now, but uh, but he's, do, he's say, doing good stuff. He's well, just no, not hey, look, nice. I don't, there's, there's, maybe he was having a bad day. I don't know, whatever. But he wasn't nice he, to me. He um, I, what I will say is that there are things about Casey that inspire you when you watch. You you get inspired. Yeah. And you go, fuck, man, I want to go. Right. Like I, I want to, I want to travel. You I wanna, just like, have you just have to do it or yeah. something. You just have to commit to it, which is not an easy thing, especially when you have responsibilities. Yeah. Family and all that kind of stuff. So. And it's and it's and I think it's the thing you know it's what I love a DIY network and food and cooking are my favorite. I don't, I'm not a big HGTV guy yeah. only because. Uh, it just does like I'm not I'm not a design guy I'm more like a build guy I get naked and watch Property Brothers oh Property Brothers they just texted me they're going to uh, they're going to can you send them the, a picture of me naked yeah, yeah, watching the yeah, show yeah yeah All right, cool um, but uh, but like I want I want to be inspired I want that's you know it's what's amazing is that all all the Travel Channel shows are kind of they're they're more like uh, I don't know. They're it's real, they're real hosty and they're not real like personality driven. You know it's funny, but you feel you want to like get mad at the at the host or something like that. Like I remember for a while there was um what the fuck was his name? The guy who had the booze traveler, uh, Jack Maxwell. Jack Maxwell, and and so he's a great guy. When by that, the way. Yeah, when that when that show when that show came on, I was like, this mother, and I was like. And everyone was like re- reaching out to me and emailing me and social media and all that kind of stuff. Like, how dare this guy steal your format, whatever. I mean, to the point where like two of our producers or one of our producers from Three Sheets actually went on that show and they just went to the same places, met the same people and whatever. And I was like, it bugs me because I had pitched them Chug a month which is, before. Which is technically Booze Traveler. Yeah, sure. But they, you know what they wanted is they wanted control of it. You're absolutely you're absolutely right, and they wanted they, something. They fresh, would never whatever. have something. They would never but, have had control over your show. But so I. But so anyway, they were just people were just tagging Jack and like this douche and da da da. And I was like, so I reached out to him, and I say, hey man, like I'm a little sore over what happened, but it's not your fault, you know. I, it's not like you saw my show and pitched it you were cast and and you're doing the best job you know how and i respect that that's i that's what i did and if i was offered a show that you used to do like i would i'd take it because i have to and so and so i was like i went on social media and i wrote something nice about him he thanked me and we we keep missing missing each other for for grabbing a drink whatever so yeah i was just you know he i think he lives out here he does yeah like maybe venice or something Yeah. yeah he's uh think about the guy from man versus food they recast man versus food yeah and now they're set to do. They will have shot more episodes with the new guy. Shut up! Than really? they did with Adam. Wow. I mean, I talked to Adam right after that happened. That was not pleasant. I did too. Did you really? Yeah, I was talking to him the next day, and I was like, "Hey, man, it's gonna blow over. You just gotta like whatever." I I know you're probably in a dark dark place right now, but it's just let it. It's it's okay. Well, he's got a new show that uh, that's on cooking called uh, Secret Eats. Yeah. That's doing really well. Yeah, so it's getting, it's, I think he's getting he's better good. numbers than... But not only that, I don't. Th- he didn't want to do it because he was just having so many problems. He's like... He didn't want to do it, but but he he didn't want to do it. It still hurt. <laughs> it, I, I don't think he would have done it again. Yeah. But I think it was the idea that that they did it without him right. that hurt his feet. I mean, I, yeah. look, as soon as that happened, I realized very quickly they will reboot Bert the Conqueror if anyone decides, like they will just redo the show because it yeah. always rated well. It rates better than anything they have yeah. right now, and they ha- they had to bury it to get rid of it because yeah. they were like they were like they it was just not brand friendly anymore. It was because oh, I was like I was like I'm I'm done I'm done. What, what being, year did it, what year did Birth the Conqueror come out? It came out when I was 37. I'm 45 now, so almost eight years ago. 
Um, yeah. So wait. Oh, so so right after three sheets started. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. It was yeah. definitely after three sheets. I, My, remember I think we, we started shooting in, in 06. You came out in 08? Probably later than that. 05? Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. No, no, probably 09. Oh, 09? Oh, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, eight years. Um, dude, because it's funny they were talking about this because before, when, when, your show, when your show came out and I didn't, know, I didn't know you personally, I was like, mother, this guy... <laughs> This guy, oh, so what's his show? His show is, what did this pitch sound like? Um, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do awesome stuff. And then the awesomer, the better. And, it, and the more fun I have, the better. And then the more I laugh, the better. I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, uh, this oh, mother, he, you, so la funny. you landed the job that everyone was just like clamoring for. And I was like, damn it. And I watched it and I loved it. And I was like, okay, oh. that's good. I love that he's doing it, but oh, I want to do this show so bad. I wanted three sheets. I was like, <laughs> I saw three sheets and I was like, oh my God, that's my show. I was like, that's, and by the way, that's always been my show. That If yeah. anyone ever thought like, what would Bert's logical project be? It would be something with booze. I'm such a big drinker. I think in retrospect, I'm very lucky that that never happened to me because I might already be dead. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm lucky that but it was canceled maybe because I don't know. I mean, I mean, I was, I was drinking. I did. I did one uh, drinking show for Travel Channel and they hated it, but it was just, what was it? It was a pilot. And it was just or sizzle or whatever. I don't even know what they call it what anymore. Murdered you. All I remember is that day I shit, I took a shit on a, social media. I'm oh, just <laughs> it was called uh, it was called um, Four Sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. No, I don't. We know, we've like, thought about rebooting it, and we I called Spike because they hold the they hold the rights to it. And when I was doing Chug. I just wanted to do three sheets. Yeah. I wanted to do three sheets, pick back up where I left up. No one was going to do it. I want to do it myself. And so they, they're like, no, we don't. I'm like, you guys, you're going to do anything with it. So I was like, do I call it, do I call it four sheets? Do I call it to the wind? Maybe. Oh, look what happened to Ari. Ari had uh, his, this is not happening was his storytelling show. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then Netflix bought a special and comedy central was fucking irate. So they fired him and they just kept, this is not happening. And a show he created, he created, not, 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 not went in and pissed and sold a show that was his passion, right? Where he would, he would get the comics. He would bring, he would do it at the, the improv lab, the lab next door to the improv. Uh -huh. He would post on social media. He would sell the tickets. He would go in he'd talk to the comics. He'd talk to them about their stories. He'd help them work on stories. He'd do it in the belly room at the store. And it was his passion project. And then they shot a sizzle and it, and it went for the web and then it went into a TV show. And I mean, he, he was like, it is his show. Mm -hmm. And that's why Segura and I backed out when they fired Ari. Cause we're like, we were supposed to tell stories, and part of us was like, well, "I love Roy Wood. I think Roy Wood's great, but I've I've really felt bad for Ari." And I was like, "I can't do that to Ari." And so me and Skura talked, and we were like, "I was, we'll just save the material for our hours." Right. And so we both put our stories on our <laughs> on our new hours. What are you? Is is this you're shooting an hour this coming weekend? Yeah, shooting in two for, weeks for Netflix. Mm -hmm. Good. I shouldn't say that, but yeah. Why shouldn't you say it? Yeah, so. <laughs> forget forget what you just heard. Um. But yeah, we were shooting at the truck. Yeah, I liked your your, your last one was five awesome. shows. Such a good show. I can't fucking wait. I did two shows at the Wilbur. five shows wearing the same clothes, uh, and then you and then they just or what do you do? Will you oh, say no, five no. shows? You only two. You only shoot two, but you I shoot I've two. Got, I've got three warm up shows. Three warm ups, two shows wearing the same stuff. Uh, technically, because I don't really. 
wear anything, anything. other than jeans and yeah. shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did we did that. I think when we when I shot when I had mine, nothing like yours. Mine was on HD net. People didn't get that. But but like we would shoot a day and a night and then and, you know, just sort of I mean you, usually the night is what you use, but just in yeah. case they missed an angle or whatever, you're like, All right, there you go. Wouldn't, yeah. your, wouldn't your hair different? Um, my they first we were gonna shoot four shows because that's what like the big the big stars do like uh, Chappelle shot I think nine shows in DC nine shows to get one show yeah huh because why not he, but he doesn't really I don't I mean I don't know his process but if I'm not mistaken so it was so good you watch it yeah dude his yeah third of all he's I love how it makes you think he's the best guy doing stand up right now without a doubt like his joke and and. I don't think I've ever been critical of Chappelle. I'm, I'm usually critical of people on the podcast and people will call me out on it. Yeah. Because I, sometimes I forget that people are listening to this. <laughs> I know this buddy. I forgot for a second. What's this thing in my... Oh, it's a mic. Someone told me today, they're like, did you ever get any backlash for that thing you said? And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh my God. What thing have I not said? And I was like, I don't know. I've shared a lot of material. Yeah. Um, But uh, Ch Chappelle's joke of kicker in the pussy... Remember this? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's my favorite joke. Um, on the, on, on this special. Yeah. I want to special. Yeah, this I want to opening two, yeah. joke. I, yeah. I'm so dope. I have a bowl of punchlines. I'll pull out a punchline and write a joke for it. The other day, I pulled one out. I said, "Kick her in the pussy," and then he tells the joke and he goes, yeah. "So I kicked her in the pussy." Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, yeah, I'm so I, dope you didn't even know it was coming. Yeah, no, I, I told you to watch for it. I remember thinking like, "What?" Well, and he'll he'll say something like that. You just be like. And then he digs his way out because it's it's dude, intentional. It's good. He's it's the best, man. He's the best. Uh, but yeah, he shoot. I think he shot nine shows in DC. Wow. And so they're like, I th but I think I'm not. What's that certain. DC? What's that place in DC? That big club? Uh, the nine thirty. Nine thirty. Nine. No. Nine something. Nine thirty. Nine thirty club. Yeah. I think so. Nine thirty club. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I just, I'm, ex I'm excited. I can't wait. This let me show. Let me show you this this shit. Yeah. Show me what you got. Um. So th this is all the adventure stuff. Take, take that. What's this? So that is what they all turn into. What? So that's a pillow. So yeah, oh open it up. God. First of all, you said it's a pillow. Yes. Take a little I like breather. It. Is that how you do with pillows? Yeah. I, I put b pillows on my belly all the time. <laughs> so I, I can see. Okay, I like the pillow. I can pillow. see. Yeah. So crack it open, and then that is the the parka. What? So listen, you walk onto what? a plane. You, Shut. You walk onto a plane with a jacket. And they, what do you do? You hang it up. You put it above you. Oh, you, can, you can roll it up and use it as a pillow, but not yeah. unless it's like made as a pillow. So why not walk onto a plane with a jacket? You're not going to wear a jacket on the plane. Why not turn it into something that's like the best pillow ever? So oh. it's like a microfleece pillow. Here, this one's your size. I'm going to send you all this stuff too. So this is the jacket, and it's got like, look at this. This, uh, you know, sometimes they have Velcro when you're zipping down like this, yeah. or whatever. And this is all uh, high. Uh, powerful magnets. Dude, the Velcro pisses me off. It scratches. Yeah, and then and then you, you it's hard to unzip because you're like zip, and then you got to stop at the Velcro and exactly. break it open yeah. with your hand. Yeah, as this you just flip, sort of flip it oh, open. This is fucking. Is this now? Is this going on Kickstarter? Or are you just this is on Kickstarter me? right now. This is on Kickstarter right now. Yeah. Oh shit! Let me try it on. You're gonna look so good in that. Oh. Damn. Oh. And I'm not just saying that. Oh, well, this is small. Well, <laughs> 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 it would fit. Are you wearing XL because you're Buddha? Yeah, I'm an XL. Oh. Yeah, I'm a fucking. I'm a grown. I'm an American man. These are fucking nice. So, so this the, is on Kickstarter, right, on Kickstarter now? right now. Adventure ADV3. So here's the deal. 
It's called Adventure. See how there's a three in her name? Yeah. So with every um, purchase, so whether it's a t-shirt or a jacket or whatever, we plant three trees. So we- yours? Yeah. So Where? we have- well, we have this company where we work with called. <laughs> Your backyard's just fucking. Dude, filled. you can't even walk back <laughs> there. I got walk. levels of trees, <laughs> monkeys. So this place called uh, Archangel Ancient Tree Archive, um, and what it is is this amazing guy, amazing family, and so they have the rights to go and and take cuttings from the biggest trees in the world, the stag tree. General Sherman, all like the biggest trees. Yeah. If you if you've been, I was there last weekend at General Sherman, and it's like the tree is. Uh, how how big do you think this room is from there to there? Maybe uh, 20, oh, it's twenty feet. Twenty feet. Yeah. Okay. General Sherman is thirty six feet wide, not around wide. It's a tree. That's how wide that tree is. Holy and shit. And so it's so much bigger than all the trees around them. There's something in their DNA, then genetics that's made them live so much longer. It processes tons and tons thousands of tons of pollutants and uh produces oxygen every year they clean groundwater and so they are able to um clone them so they can start propagating these ancient these giants so he takes champion trees like the biggest oak the biggest redwood the biggest sequoia and the ones that will survive because that's what we need right now because of our i mean yeah you don't have to say global warming whatever it is you just know you, you don't have to be an idiot to, to not know that there's more pollution in the air right now and Trees produce oxygen. There's half as many trees as there used to be, so yeah. we just need more, and so that's what we're doing. That's your shirt on right now. Yeah, it's my tree shirt. Holy shit! So Got, then, yeah, what are trees. what are our what? Hang on, where's yeah. where's this Kickstarter? Let me see it. Adventure. Uh, oh, hang on one second. You want? Oh. Um. Yeah. So if you go to Kickstarter, it's Adventure A D V three N T U R E. So the first E is a three for the three trees we plant, and you're gonna love this one. This is this is the uh, this is the black camo. Oh wow! Waterproof windbreaker. Oh, that's fucking badass. It's, so I created that fabric, that pattern, that fabric, waterproof. This is what I've been doing for the last two years. Is like creating. Oh, I this love stuff. the zipper. Waterproof zippers. Uh, waterproof taped. See this line down here? See this? Yeah, you can see it. See this? Yeah. So that's taped because usually the water comes in through seams. So we tape we tape the seams. Jesus Christ. That's reflective. So yeah, it's all it's all on the Kickstarter. Explore. You're gonna have all this. Imagine when you travel. Imagine when you take this hoodie and you go on a plane and you turn it into a pillow. So the, you remember the old one? So this is a new one. It's got like magnets here. So that you're you know, if this is a snap, but sometimes you just want to get in there really quick. Yeah. You just pop it open with a snap. This is the same thing. This is a still a beverage koozie. And then this is for your sunglasses. And then everything is just like the same thing. This is just the construction of it. Like we're a real clothing company. Before it was just me. Now yeah. we ha now we have real you know people making stuff. And then this is a like a fleece. That's good looking. Uh, I like jacket. that a lot. So it's, it's got, got like reinforced. If you have a backpack, so it doesn't wear out the shoulders and the. That elbows. looks like the. Let me see. I'm. I fucking can never work Kickstarter properly. What do I do with my phone? Explore. How do I go to search? What's, what are you under? Uh, design? Fashion, yeah. Fashion. But if you just type in... Yeah, but you can type in adventure. Here, I have it. I have it on mine. Web. Kickstarter is such an interesting fucking company. Hit web. And then you hit interweb. So here you go. Scruffs for muffs? No, that's not mine. Someone's making scarfs for dogs. Hey, I mean... I like it. 
They think, they, they think God didn't quite figure that out well enough. <laughs> God, here's where you messed up. Does your neck ever get you cold? Put I, mean, I don't even know if your dog's neck is yeah. cold. The dog's like, whoa. The dog's like, I know. It's actually kind of scratchy. Holy shit. So yeah, our goal. So was, you're you're yeah you're funded, huh? Yeah, we're funded. We, fun, Jesus we, we funded Christ, in the you're first funded day. Quick. Yeah. Your his goal was fifty thousand. Fifty thousand, and you're at one hundred fifty thousand right yeah. now, and you still have twenty three days to go. Yeah. So all you guys who have bought adventure hoodies in the past, yeah, this is going right back. Yeah. Plant one tree inclusion to event. So yeah, so if someone doesn't want to do the whole thing, ten bucks, and we'll you know we get invited to our events and stuff like that. You know, we're it's so funny. Some guys like, hey, he goes. You're a sellout. Why don't you just go plant trees? Why don't you just go plant three trees? I'm like, no, 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 dude. My my goal is not to plant three trees. My goal is to plant three million trees. And to do that, you need a machine in place. Why don't you just go plant trees, dickhead? He, he, go, he, goes, he goes, if you started Zane and Mel's tree company, I would do it. But now you're just trying to do it to sell jackets. I'm like, well, hey, you're buying a jacket. We're planting three trees. Are you going to really go and do it? Is this guy really going to go plant three trees? Yeah. Don't worry about it. Buy a jacket. We'll do it. It's not. So, fr- it's not. It's not free. It's not cheap to do. For us. Adventure base layer. Yeah. That's the Voyager hoodie. Yeah. The Voyager the or, or the fleece. fleece that I showed you. The Voyager or the fleece. Yeah. Okay. That's the first one. That's yeah. ninety nine dollars. Yeah. This, these are actually. I know this because I was just at Nike. Yeah. Uh, dropping massive coin. Yeah. And these are really good prices for uh, like a fleece. And 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 tell me the quality. This of windbreaker that. right here. Yeah. Is 139? Yeah. That's worth it. Yeah. That's fucking really Reed's, worth it. That'll retail. We'll have it 179, 199. Wow. Any size. And then That's, the parka. We go up to three. And, and it says 2XL, but we go up to 3XL. Oh, so Thompson Girl could get one. Yeah. Oh, shit. John Mahoney, who played the dad on Fraser, just died. It just popped up on my phone. Yeah, it just popped up on your phone. Oh, um, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, he was also, he was the dad in uh, Say Anything. That's right. That's trying to. I was trying to figure that out. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. I thought it was Max Dugan, but no, you're you're right. He was the dad there. Okay, the glacier parka. Is which one's that? Big glacier parka is the big one with the fur. The fleece. Yeah. That's one seventy nine. Yeah. That's fucking worth this is it. A beautiful jacket. God dang, this is awesome. So wait, what? How? What was the? What was the? What was the? Like, how? Like, how did you? How did it go to from like they want the evolution of everything? Yeah, what was that? What was the evolution? So, so I was on three sheets and I was getting paid twenty five hundred an episode. Yeah. Someone's like, "All right," but no, I did eight episodes in, in a year and I was excluded from a contract from doing anything. So I don't know what's the math there. It's probably less than twenty grand. Yeah, <laughs> For the, yeah, exactly. Hollywood, uh, Hollywood's been rough, man. Um, uh, but the uh, I was basically realized that I was I was I was at a um, Baja Fresh up on Cahuenga and I was in line the guy goes are you uh, Zane Lamprey and I was like oh he must have known me from a friend I'm like yeah he goes oh my god my buddies and I first time anyone's ever my buddy my buddies and I get together we watch three sheets we love it it's our favorite show ever it's the first time it just come out yeah a few episodes first time I'd ever heard anybody say anything about it and then it started happening and I was like Man, people really like it. And, and my social media, my MySpace was blowing up. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I was like, why don't I just make some T-shirts? So just create some T-shirts that people, you know, whatever, did have the whatever on it. And we had a monkey. Grab that, that mic. Had. Make sure you're talking we, about the we mic. Had a, we had the monkey that we would hide in yeah. um, in the episode. And Plebeus? It, it was a, Plebeus. Plebeus. And it was a Beanie Baby. 
Yeah. And I was talking to Ty, like I was talking to the CEO of, of Beanie Baby, and uh, they were going to let me do it. And then they sold and whatever, and they weren't going to do it. So then I had this monkey. I couldn't put a monkey on a shirt. So I made him the silhouette of the Beanie Baby. So that was my new monkey. And then I had those T-shirts, and those started selling like crazy. I mean, thousands and thousands of them. <laughs> and then I was like, I started selling t- uh, sweatshirts. Yeah. I remember talking to the guy making my sweatshirt. I'm like, can we, can we put little little gloves in there and a, like a bottle opener? He's like, you can do anything you want. I go, whoa. So then my mind started going. And then I created the drinking jacket. Yeah. And then realized like, I mean, it's a, it, the drinking jacket is kind of a joke. It's not really meant for drinking. Yeah, sure, for tailgating. But it was supposed to be an, an everyday thing that just had a bottle opener, zipper, and a, a yeah. koozie for whatever. And so I was like, well, this isn't just for drinking. This is really for everything. So let me just change the name of the brand to adventure um and back then we couldn't do we knew we were going to do the tree the, the tree program but we just we didn't have the the money or the plan so yeah. just adventure with the three and so did the hoodie and then that took off and like yeah we proved that people just want cool clothing did mark cuban hit you up after the hoodie mark cuban hit me up so the, the when, remember i said i was doing the three sheets save three sheets rallies yeah so Three Sheets was on Mojo. Mojo went off the air and no one was buying it. I was like, why is no one buying it? I thought people loved Three Sheets. So I had a Save Three Sheets rally. And in, in LA, I had 700 people join me at the Beverly's. No, the um, what's that one they just upped, redid? The Century City. Century City Mall. Oh, did they yeah. fix that up? Yeah, it's huge. Even bigger. Oh, wow. And so we met at the Pink Taco, and then we had a few drinks, and then we we marched through Beverly Hills, past uh, whatever agencies, and just like allowed 700 people saving three three sheets through that building, that CAA that had the new building in Century, through there, the security kicked us out, but 700 people was kind of scary. And then um, then the next two days later, I went to New York, had a thousand people. Th- we couldn't even fit in the bar that we were meeting at this Irish pub, so we marched past Spike and all like you know every everyone travel and every food network everyone's headquarters and they were sticking their head out the windows save three sheets, and and then we go to the final place which, which was this Irish pub it was like three stories and I was at the top my buddy Jim the cop he comes up he's like Mark Cuban's downstairs he wants to talk to you I'm like Mark Cuban's not downstairs but I'll go downstairs to show you that this asshole who says it says he's Mark Cuban isn't Mark Cuban I walk down hey where's this hey Mark. He's like, I want to buy the show. I'm like, why can't you? He's like, because they're packaging it with five other shows. I just want three sheets. I don't want the other, you know, there's five other, four uh, other shows. The two in the poker network. players that would gamble right. against each other. And then another guy who would like go and like try to pick up girls and different whatever. Like, I just want, I just want, I just want three sheets. I don't want all these. And they want, and they want a, you know, million or two million or whatever it is. And I just want three sheets. So I was like, all right, well, I'll see what I can do. And I make some phone calls. Nope, they're not going to do anything. So as soon as my contract expired that day, then I picked up the phone and called Mark. He gave me his information. I said, how about we do a domestic version called, <laughs> thinking about, he's like, drink it made easy. He's like, all right, how much an episode? I was like, I don't know. He wanted me to come up with a How much episode? You're like, <laughs> I like lowballed myself oh, so bad. It's got to be more than 2,500. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Barely. 2,700. 2,700. <laughs> Sold. I'm like, oh, damn it. So yeah, so that was it. So then I, I worked with Mark for, for a few years and then and then he changed his channel from a guy's channel into a live music channel and then A&E and uh, Live Nation, whatever, they all sort of, and Ryan Seacrest, I guess, was yeah. in there. And the, and so it didn't really have a place over there, but, but um, you know, I still have a good relationship with him and we've gone out and gotten drunk a few times, which is cool. He's just a normal a normal guy. He's a good yeah. guy. He's a, he's a good guy. Um, that was before all that Shark Tank stuff and everything oh, like yeah, that, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah. 
So, so then, so that, so that's sort of. So all the merchandise you were doing before kind of bled. So when I said, yeah. So when I said, hey. Um, yeah, why the fuck am I not I said, doing I'll, 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 I'll do th- I'll do drinking made easy, and I basically I broke even on that. I probably lost a little bit of money making three seasons of drinking made easy, but I kept all the merch. And you were touring during, and I was touring during, and so I sold tons and tons. I had like a bottle opener hat with a bottle opener. I was selling twenty five a day really? online, just of that silly hat. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, so that that ended up working out, and then it was basically when that show what went was away. The board I, game. What was the board game you had? That oh, don't even don't go there. The don't even go there. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you. A, a, a carton no a pallet of those <laughs> i had my yeah i made drinking games and you're like how many how many you got and i was like oh, i don't know like ten thousand. <laughs> i had bought these drinking games which were amazing and they arrive the same day as they get the call that the show is canceled so i was like what am i gonna do with all these drinking games i can't even feature the, if i featured them on the show it would have been great but i didn't yeah. even have a chance to feature them on the show so oh. I still got some. So wait, why am I not doing that with my merch? Like right now, my merch is. I've seen. I, my, I see your stuff. Yeah. My fa- it's 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 very simple. Some of your stuff is cool. I have a shirt. Oh, I have. I meant to bring it. It's like a black on black shirt because I saw one that you did. I had a nine inch nails one back in the day, and then I saw yours. And I was like, no, you know what? The place I'm having my shirts made up. They have your shirts there downtown. Wait. Uh, I don't know what it's called. I forgot the name of it. So I get my shirts and then I get them printed downtown because they're they're really good at printing. But it's like I don't know what it's called. Something I printing. Know. I don't know. They have your shirt as an example of what to do. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Segura's got a good lineup of what he does. Like he's got a really good streamline. Like he will. Uh, you know, I, I think I think they find a lot of their stuff online. Like they'll watch stuff and then they'll make fun of it mm-hmm. on their show. Like in a kind of an Tosh.0 way. They have yeah. like inside jokes between each other. Yeah. But like, uh, and then he'll just print up a thousand shirts, sell a thousand shirts, and they're done. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Um, we. But no one wanted to buy a shirt that said Zane on it. And I didn't have the rights to make three sheets. And yeah. so I just came up with this monkey and funny sayings and stuff like that. And that's why it worked. I couldn't have ever put Zane on a shirt, whatever. So when you had like the machine... I was like, "That's it. That's gonna work." You had that. You had a vodka thing going for a, a, a minute. Yeah, that's yeah. been a fucking pain in my ass. Yeah, I got a bunch of pains in my ass too. Yeah, well, not, you've always not everything it. works out, but that, you don't, you don't, you don't, you know, you don't post that. On I've your got your rum. Media. I've got your rum. Uh, it must be down underneath. I've uh-huh. got yeah. What is it? Monkey rum? Oh, you put the good stuff in the cupboard. No, the Super Bowl was yesterday, so that's all what everyone was drinking. Oh, got it. <laughs> it's just everything that was out. Um, but yeah, I got your rum down in the in the cupboard, and uh, yeah, you you're. I, but that's like your. Is, so do you think you'll stay just in like uh, in like the apparel line? I like what I'm doing, and I justify it in my brain by saying like, can you have your your entertainment career and your and your uh, and you know your your apparel at the same time? And so like, it's been proven by many people that it, you can do it, and I love it. And for me, like. My passion is is was the traveling part. Oh, I love traveling. I love traveling. My passion is exploring. My traveling is going to national parks and getting lost and finding nature and or you know or whether it's going to Bora Bora or South Africa or Russia or whatever it is like that. To me, that was it. The drinking was something I liked. I liked to do, but it wasn't yeah. my passion. Yeah. So I was. I got known as the as the drinking guy who traveled whereas i'm in life i'm the travel guy who likes to have a drink for sure yeah 
and and so this just makes sense this brand makes sense to me i love i love apparel uh i i i give a shit about the the environment you know you got to be careful with that um you can't do certain things like our downers if it's if it's like a animal thing or whatever it is but like hey you can't get mad at a fucking tree like look at this place is you're in, in trees and so it's like in, in, in trees out there and doesn't that tree like i'm just staring at the tree doesn't that tree make you happy your orange I tree i love that orange yeah. tree I love that orange. So you can't. Tree. So no one's gonna get mad at a tree. If I say I'm gonna plant three trees, how can? That's not. I, I'm not. I'm not rubbing things in your face. I'm not saying global warming. I'm not talking about anything po political. I'm just saying, hey man, there used to be some trees there. Let's go plant some trees. That's yeah. it. We're using a lot of trees for for good stuff. Let's just go plant some trees. When we bought this house, Leanne went through and cut down every fucking tree, and it drove me nuts because she's mean. She. I you, was. And like, you knew that. I was like, why are you doing this? She and she's like, she's down. like, we we gotta you gotta open it up. You gotta open it up. Too many trees. Too many trees. And she just went through and just, and then the one that she kept was poisonous. It was one of those, uh, it's the devil's kiss tree or whatever. No, I don't know what that is. Oh, they're all over the valley. They're, they're poisonous. And poisonous to what? To everyone. You die. But if you do what to it? Eat it? Eat it. Uh, the, the bloom. Uh, the, huh. it, it's, it On the looks, way out, show me. That's, it's, that's it looks like a trumpet. It's an upside down trumpet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're all over the place. We had one in our backyard and... and that was the one she left, and then they came in. They're like, "Get rid of this fucking tree!" And then we left. Yeah, we. She went through and just annihilated trees in our backyard. That's such an impressive orange tree. That's a that's great orange so tree. That's so solid. You don't. That's huge. Yeah, do you, do a, you, get, do you get through those. You pick them. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's fantastic. I'm gonna take a bushel with me on my way out. Please, it's better than the rats eating them. That's what happens. That's awesome. Rats get in the trees and then just fall. fucking eat the in, the squirrels yeah. will get and eat the inside yeah. out and drop the the fucking that's orange. Awesome. Yeah, um, what 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 more products do you do? What I'm trying to think, what product I would make. Like if I was going to make a product to sell at my shows, like make a high end product. You know what the thing is is like it's it it just has to be something that you are passionate about. Otherwise, flip flops. Because it's so, yeah. Flip flops. Yes, I sir. I love flip flops. But what can you do? They had those reefs with the bottle openers in them. Those were disgusting. They were disgusting. Can yeah, how you are you ever going to fucking... Put a bottle where you step on shit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> You've been it's walking, really bad. That was the dumbest fucking I know, idea I know, ever. I know. Oh, yeah, I've been walking around Mexico all day. Now let's open my <laughs> beer with a taste of Mexico. There was literally a maggot. I had to flick it away to open up your beer, but don't worry, I got you, brother. Oh, I'd make flip-flops. The Right now, the flip, the best flip-flops in the game yeah. are this, is this company, Freewater. Okay. Freewater flip-flops. I'll give a shout-out. Um, the flip flops. They... Do you know them? Whoa! They should send you some free flip flops. Uh, or do they? Do you know what? I reached out to them to to uh, to um... Reach, listen. Here's the deal. Reach out to Bert. Talk to him about flip flops, or he's gonna go make some flip flops. Uh, let me let me tell you the exact ones to get. Uh, I got to go on my Amazon because I've ordered. I have five pairs of them. They're not very expensive. I have five pairs so that I, but what I, what I, I had one pair and then I was afraid I lost you them. You don't like Javianas? No. Are those are the high, nicer ones? No, no. Those are the thin, cheapy ones, the Brazilian ones. Oh, no, no, no. With the rubber? Yeah. Uh, those freak me out. I, don't, I can't do rubber. Okay. Um, the, the real, the best ones we got when we were kids were the ones from uh, Key West. The ones that they make out of tires. Float. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. What's the, oh. I'm getting dumb as fuck the older I get. Yeah, that's, that's what happens. I can't do anything, and I always am like, what's the word? Are you Amazon. older than me? Uh, I'm what, 25. Yeah, me too. Wait, what, what month were you born? November. Oh, I'm older than you. For real? Yeah, 72. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
When, when you were born? April, 72. Um, fucking shit. I'm older. I'm six months ahead of you. I got shit falling off me that is going to happen to you in six months. Uh, really? Is shitting blood one of them? My buddy's shitting aggressive blood these days. <laughs> it's probably not good. Search all orders. Look, this is... These flip-flops are so fucking great. Oh, shit. Fucking Amazon. Amazon is rough. You can't... Think about, think about when I ship these jackets and people expect free shipping. You know, shipping for these jackets can be like anywhere in the U.S. from like 12 to 18 bucks. But people just expect it for free because Amazon is just, is just free. Amazon is So do we. I mean, I, I, I do the same thing. I mean, if I have to pay for shipping, I'm like, ah, whatever. So now you have to integrate shipping into it. So, by the way, uh, it, people who get it, on, get it on Kickstarter, it includes shipping. These are the flip-flops I have. You got a lot of fans around the world? Or are they mostly U.S. people? Mostly the world. I'm really big in the world. I heard you're big in, in the world and Australia. <laughs> Australia? Yeah. No, I, anywhere they speak English. World plus Australia. <laughs> uh, free water men's Dylan flip-flops. Let me see it. Here, I'm, hold on. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know in two seconds. These are the best flip-flops ever fucking made. Oh, they're leather. Oh, yeah. And they're soft leather. I'm almost certain I'd have a pair floating around in here. These are like, yeah, you can wear these at 15 bucks. You kidding me? Is that all? Yeah. I'll buy another fucking pair right now. I'll buy. Get a a pair from me. Are you a seven? No, that's not. (laughs) It came up seven (laughs) wide. Can you imagine? (laughs) Right now, there's a guy listening going, I'm a seven. What's wrong with a seven? I had this guy that. uh, Yeah, $15 on Amazon Prime, and they'll be here tomorrow. Isn't that crazy? You have a monkey? You have something besides a cat? No, we have a cat. You just we have don't... one cat? One cat. Okay. Men's no, there's Dylan Freewater flip-flops. They are so goddamn comfortable. They're the best. I'd bake flip-flops. You, okay. Maybe this is what I'll do. Uh, maybe I'll buy like a, I'll go down to Mexico and I'll, I'll, okay. I'll employ some here's, here's, day laborers. Here, here, here come the good ideas. They're going to start like that. <laughs> I'll go down to Mexico and I'll talk to out. me. Talk to me. I'm going to set the whole thing up. I'll just point you in the right direction and, and, you're, and you're done. I don't know what I want to do. I, I, I mean, it would be weird if I sold flip-flops at my Why? shows. Why? Everyone needs flip-flops. I wonder if I could buy these for 15 bucks. Buy like... No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get... No, I'm going to set you up. I, 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 know somebody who, I know somebody who has a, a flip-flop factory. No, you don't. Yes. Are you serious? Yeah. And I can just tell them what I want, my yep. flip-flops? Yep, and then you just customize. And you know what it is? Kinos are the ones in Key maybe West. Maybe your face is on it, or they're just called the machine. There's something to them. I and want people could step on your face. I wouldn't mind that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I, I love when you find something good and you can get behind it. I'm behind this app called Aptive. Okay. It's treadmill running, and it's actually full I workout. You post it. I post about it all the time. It's so fucking great. All the thinking you do when you run, when you go, all right, I'm going to run four miles, all the thinking that goes like, fuck, this is going to take forever. It's cut out because you have this woman in your ear just going, okay, we're going to kick it up to a seven, drop yes. down to a six. Kick it up to a seven for 30 seconds. You can do anything you for 30 seconds. You showed my wife and I this app that the faster you run, the faster the music gets. If you slow down, it slows down. Another so great. It's called great. Trail Mix. So Trail Mix is the best app because it be, it speeds up the tempo of the music to your pacing with your jog. Yeah. So if you, so if you put you it on a seven, off. yeah. It it chong chode chode go chode chode. Why do you have all this bad. athletic equipment in here? Um, to where? like hang your hang your shirts and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, last, I'm a lifestyle last, brand. Last time you, <laughs> I'm a lifestyle brand. Last time you were on these things. I run, I run every day. I, can, I have another treadmill. I gotta fucking get that set up. I have another treadmill. In my what's and that's a spin bike. That looks spin like a, bike. That looks like I'm, a nice. That looks like an expensive piece of equipment. It's a very expensive spin bike. I got that when I I blew out my 
plantar fasciitis. Oh, I, I did the same it. thing. What were you doing? Uh, playing flag football. I was playing football against these little kids. I was playing against a, a bunch of CrossFitters, okay. and they were under the impression that they were great athletes because they were in shape. Okay. And there's a big difference between a great athlete and someone who's in shape. Yeah. And it's nice if you have the two. It's great if you have the two. Yeah. But most often, by the way, I'm, I apologize if you're a CrossFitter. Most often, if you're into CrossFit, you are not a good athlete. You never were a good athlete. You just simply uh, can get in better shape. You want to be in better shape. Okay. And so I went out, and I'm I'm fucking. 230 at the time probably two maybe 240 what are you now 220 224 fantastic i'm a fucking i'm in great shape i'm in really really great shape yeah and so um it's like so a the, pair these guys they're like when you uh, say shape <laughs> oh i didn't understand what you meant i thought we were talking about different shapes my apologize so we go out to play and my buddy lorenzo is a pretty good athlete but he's, he's in bad shape and you're we're playing and uh the guy who's who's like i'll be quarterback he's obviously the best guy at crossfit but he can't throw a ball he literally throws a football like 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 a girl i hate to say that because mm. i know there's some really great girls some who girls throw, are, but some balls, girls throw, but most but of them typical can. girl who's never thrown a football yeah. he throws it like a communist you yeah. know communists don't throw footballs very it's often. somebody who's ne never picked it up and doesn't understand the principles behind it. understood he throws a football much like a isis terrorist trying to throw a football yeah and so Almost exactly. Exactly. And I said to him, I go, <laughs> I go, hey, buddy, I got an idea. Because you got to stroke his ego because he's a CrossFitter. Okay. I go, I got an idea. Why don't you uh, take it, uh, take the hike, and then uh, pitch lateral to me. I'll look like I'm going to run. And you go deep, and I will meet you in the end zone with the yeah. ball. Yeah. And by the way, we're playing on a football field uh, lengthwise. Not not the full length, yeah, but width-wise. Width -wise. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he's like, okay, okay. So he flips it to me. I go to run. I stop. I drop back. I see him. And I just, I mean, perfect spiral all the way to the end zone, right in his arms. He's like, bro, I'm going to pitch it to you every time. I go, I got a better idea. Why don't I be quarterback? And I'll throw it. And then that way you can just oh, run. He, was, like, he didn't say I'm going to pitch it to you every time. I was, like, I was like, yeah, that's how fucking little of an athlete this guy was. You worked it. You worked I'll your, pitch it to you, you, you every time. You worked your psychology time. on it. I go, I got a better idea. Why don't I have the center pitch it to me? And then I'll. you can just run. Yeah. And it's like, dude, playing flag. And so anyway, uh, one of the plays, I go out for, I, he's quarterback again. And I go out for run. And I feel it pop. And it hurt. You... You went for a run. I went for Got a run, it, yeah. and I juked. Yep. And for some reason, it just popped my platter flash. I said, I could, not use, I could not use my foot. Yep. I couldn't when use it. When did this it. happen? This was... It's the reason I gained weight, to be dead honest with you, mm -hmm. is because I couldn't work out anymore, so I bought that spin bike. What was the reason before that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Impulse. Then you're not being very I've been, nice. I've been, I've been very impulsive self -control. eating today. I have, I have self-control issues. Um, but, but I'm just wondering, because... So mine was last summer. Yeah, and I went back to Syracuse, where I'm from, and I went back there to take just to, to D L A for a bit, which is awesome. Yeah, there's just people don't they just people don't care about stuff, you know, whatever. I just went back there. I'm just gonna like go to the gym twice a day, eat right, just be with my mom, my family, and just like whatever. Yeah, and I can still do my work because you know you can work wherever. And uh, first day, I go to the Y. They just built, they just built this beautiful Y with oh. a beautiful gym, and there's these like. High school kids, maybe they, they just finished up, or because I don't think they were out of school yet, but maybe it was like three, two or three, and they finished up, and they're all there playing, and or I was playing one on one with this kid, and then they come and like we're playing full court. I'm like, okay, guys, so they're just, they're just being real dicky, and so all of a sudden we're we're playing full court, 
And there's like, I'm on one of the teams, but they didn't know me. Never passed me the ball. Never passed me the ball. So finally, at one time, I steal it. And I'm, I'm like, take off to all this other, other end of the court. And I used, to, I used to play basketball all the time. And I had some good hops. You know, I could put it up there, dunk it. I did it once. But I knew I could just get up there, nice, float in, and just boom, yeah. lay it off the yeah. glass. So I just went for that move and that. And then, by the way, when I was doing that, I was probably weighed like 175, 180. Now maybe I'm 200. So it's a little bit, little older cartilage and more to lift. So I just jump up, boom, go up there. And just as I did it, somebody kicked me under my foot and landed. And there was no one there. They just saw me take off and I, I was running against no one. And so I turned around and I was just like, mother, I was like, that kick in my foot was the thing the band snapping uh, and so uh, i just i just like threw the ball against the bleachers and just walked out just because like really this is the beginning of my summer and yep. this is what i did i don't know what i did i thought i popped my achilles and i just seen oh, pictures yeah. of kobe's uh kobe's uh, surgery yeah i was like i thought there goes my whole summer and probably the next six months so i go to you know, go to my friend's dad who's, you know, I grew up there. He's a doctor. He's like, he just tore your plantar fasciitis, yeah. flash, whatever. And I was like, what does it mean? He's like, it just, you don't really need it or something. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. but I couldn't walk on it. I'd have crutches or something for like two weeks or something. Dude, I, I popped it. I couldn't use my foot. I couldn't use my foot. Yeah. At all. You can put pressure on I it. I couldn't put any pressure couldn't on move it. Move it anyway. I couldn't yeah. move it. Yeah. And, uh, and two and what happened is uh, I went to a rolfer and this rolfer went in and broke up the fascia. Dude, it was the most painful thing I've ever felt in my entire life. Like what day? Like the next day? No, this is probably probably a week later. Worse. Because now it's sore and it's like in Sore. And he just went in and he dug it out and I could start walking. I started walking again after he did that. Wow. And then... and. And then I had to that next week I had to go hunt a pig in uh, in Hawaii, and so I was going through. I was walking with this foot that was in. I was in so much fucking yeah. pain. Like you could almost fake it, but it hurt too. This is how bad it was when I got back from the hunt, the pig hunt. Yeah, I would always have. We'd have ice in the in the Were you van. The, the big island? Uh, Kauai. Oh wow! And so I'd put ice in the on the floorboard. Yeah, and I just soaked my foot in ice. Yeah, for every second I wasn't using it. Yeah, and when we were we went. We were shooting something at another hotel. It was just one hotel down. Yeah. And they were like, hey, Bert, uh, your call time says we'll meet you down there then. I couldn't walk from one hotel to the other. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I, this is going to take me forever. And I literally had to baby step it. It took me maybe 15 minutes to get from one hotel to the other. It was so bad. The most painful thing I think I've ever gone through. And, I yeah. take that by falling on my back and, was the hardest and thing. Is, and wasn't it? Uh, and it's just it's just defeating because you just know it's something that happens to, when you get to a certain age. Yeah, and well, you're it just like, to, so it happened to us both at the same age. And then thank God I went and I got and then I had real f- problems with because what happened is I started overcompensating with my left foot right. and then I started getting plantar fasciitis on yep. my left foot. Yep. And so then both feet were fucked, and then I went to a surgeon and he was this is like the fucking dumbest. This is so defeating just to hear tell this story. I go to a surgeon right by your old office. Yeah. On uh, whatever road that was. There was yeah, a like an orth- Riverside. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. I go to this uh, orthopedic surgeon. I think that's what he was. And he x-rays both my feet. And he goes, they look fine. And I said, well, they're, I, they're in so much pain. I go, can you operate or is there anything like, can you put, give me shots or anything? And he just says to me, how about... Uh, 
tying your shoes. I went, what? He goes, tie your shoes a little tighter. I said, excuse me, is that how you normally wear is your that shoes? A surgeon? The surgeon I, says that. And I go, yeah. And he goes, that's why you have this problem. He goes, you're Shut basically up. walking around barefoot everywhere because you're not, the support your shoes are giving, you're not using them. Right. You're not using them properly. He goes, start tying your shoes. Oh my I God. started tying my I'm shoes and it way. went away. Stop it. I swear to God. I don't tie my shoes. I swear to God. Oh my God. I started tying my shoes and it just fucking disappeared. I got inserts also. He got, he like sent me this place yeah, to get inserts. Right. And the inserts felt great. Now I can't wear shoes without inserts. Like I have to wear inserts. The- by the way, this, this podcast is brought to you by Old Age. Right. <laughs> Everyone's like, Jesus Christ. No, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Anyone who's over 40 understands what we're talking about. Anyone under oh. is like, what? What do you, that's not going to happen to me. Right, remember Dude, that. My, right now, my big problem used is made, used to be made of rubber. I, if I sleep on my left side, I my back hurts. Ah, <laughs> that's right. Like if I sleep on my left side, I'm fucked. Oh, how about this? I have beautiful hardwood in my house, but I have to wear shoes to walk around because because the plantar fasciitis because it hurts to walk barefoot. <laughs> So I either have to wear flip flops or or uh, these little dude, vans or whatever. That's the reason I got those free waters. Is they they are super comfortable if you have plantar fasciitis. Yeah. So I wore those. I just have to get them approved by my wife, and if she says they're cool, I'm gonna buy them. But maybe I'll buy your flip flops. Buy mine. They're 15 bucks. They're no, still... I'm gonna buy yours. Oh yeah. What are My, yours? Yours are like 39 bucks. Mine are gonna be made by Guatemalans. Yeah. Like I'm gonna go to a t- I'm gonna go to a town. Yeah. I'm gonna start a relationship with that town. Okay. I'm gonna buy up some property, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna I'm gonna be like their overlord. What are you gonna do with the with like the cartel that's already in place uh probably befriend them you've done that before so yeah, that probably yeah. would work out for you. i'll be like oh, you, oh, have, hey, you, have, you have a certain word yo way. soy la máquina. yeah and they'll be like oh yeah let me get it says hey you got to get his flip-flops and they're si. like oh see si, claro muchas flip-flops quien no quieres flip-flops see si. <laughs> by the way is am i speaking good spanish right now yeah it's the best who, who doesn't You're, want flip-flops yes La, el flip-flopos de la, la máquina. El flip-flopos de la máquina. Máquina. Maybe I'll do... Maybe I'll start a vineyard. Oh, that, t- that, took, a bit, that took a bit of a turn, didn't it? <laughs> I just, that went in a different direction. Yeah, maybe I was always like to... I would always... Uh, really by like the to. way, that has been... That's a dream of mine. Just live on a vineyard. Oh, just fuck. Make, just make yeah. wine. You've, and by the way, not like, a, Napa, like, not like in a trailer. I want to live in a big castle on oh, a vineyard. Oh, I'm sorry. A, yeah, man- a mansion yeah, on a let's vineyard. Let's clarify this. <laughs> yes, I don't want to just live on a vineyard. Yeah, sorry. Like a it's fucking... not really the grapes. It's not the grapes that I'm ca- I care about. It's <laughs> it's where I live. And it's telling people, oh, why don't you come to my house at the vineyard? Yes. Oh my god. And I got a fire pit. And it's and it's big. Are you a fire pit in LA? In my vineyard. Oh, in your vineyard. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's I so do most big. of my cooking. We in would mine. throw. Yeah. Sometimes we. One time, we ripped down an entire shack just down the street and we burned it in my fire pit and I had people over and we were we were roasting pigs oh, I would love and we had my wine and I made the special wine and, we, and then we all stomped it we all got drunk and stomped wine see I need to I, I thought I'd I thought I'd achieve more like I remember, I remember by this age I'd be like I'll definitely have a private island yeah I, okay so so I'm, I'm with you like but when I was when but I was you like, give yourself credit for where you are uh, no I'm nowhere because I don't have a fucking boat like I definitely thought I'd have, have a boat. I'm sorry. I definitely thought I'd have a boat. I thought we I'd have are a pirate wrapped island. up. You don't have a boat. I, I thought I'd have a compound. You're saying you don't have a big boat. I don't have a boat. You don't have like a 30, 40 footer. I don't, you don't have a boat? What oh is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I, uh, I, I'm Beer? just working on- Hangover? Oh. Did you just fart hangover? I, I, I farted Can you hops. keep it on that side? I've been trying. I'm, right now, I, I'm, I need a, my I have, a, I, have a, I have a podcast. You, you brought yeah. your podcast It's called Zane's World. 
and in, in every episode we go to a different city and so and so like uh we were in edinburgh wait hold on start yeah. all over yeah so so in sorry i say that in such a way we 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 virtually visit a different city so it's me and then my buddy steve mckenna who just is he left, living out here now? He, no, he's in Philly. He just left this morning. And then Erica, who works for Adventure, and Hess, who works for Adventure. Yeah. I said, look, to keep the brand going, let's. I want to make this podcast because we are about, it's not just about, hey, you know, like buy our jackets. It's, it's buy it and just be inspired. Like we're talking, like the show is be inspired to go and do more. Yeah. Be inspired to like take an adventure. I don't care if the adventure is like, you and me going to Koreatown and getting drunk or whatever it is. Like some, it doesn't have to be like across the, it can be across town. It doesn't be across the world. So, so in every episode we feature a different city. So whether it's, you know, we've done Edinburgh or London, whatever it is. So I sort of, I cover the city, it, only cities that I've been to, but there's enough of them that'll last us for years. And so I, I talk about the city and then Steve does the drinks. Like, what do you drink there? Erica does the food and Hess does the weird and wacky stuff. Then we like start up, we do trivia. We, we, we of course get off track and, just yeah. have fun but at the end of it you realize how much you learned about that city and so if you are for example like you've been to every place i've been but if you're going to edinburgh uh edinburgh and and you want to get inspired or have an idea of what to do just go listen to the podcast and just you know and and yeah. as, as you're packing the, uh, or on the plane uh, I or on always... the plane, yeah, exactly. It's so it's it's Zane's world, the same as my YouTube, uh, Facebook show, you know, the ones we do little quick episodes of, same thing. I'm always shocked that those YouTube videos don't have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views. I probably should. It's it's difficult. You know, it's difficult. It's difficult being 45 years old on YouTube. Um, because it's 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 a young it's a young it's game. a young world, but we still do fine. Like some Edinburgh, some, Munich, Yosemite, Budapest, yeah. New Orleans, Maui, London, Miami, Amsterdam, yeah. Rome, Croatia, Los Angeles. So each one, we're just getting better and better. We'll have a few drinks. We talk about it, but like we have a through line, you know. So we so we have a format that we that we follow. That of course we just always get off topic. But like at the end of it, you're gonna learn so much about it, and you're gonna also learn some stuff that people who go there and left, they're just like. You're, I could have done that. I could have gone and had a, a kilt made on the Royal Mile. Well, that's the one thing that I, I used to always try to sell Travel Channel on a podcast and go, we should do a podcast. Yeah. We should do a podcast with experts in travel. Yeah. Uh, I'll host it. Well, we should set up a podcasting network for uh, scripts. Yeah. I go, it, would, it really would accentuate the brand. Yeah. And you they can't just drive uh, or hike. Uh, or work out and 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 watch TV. Well, for some of you can, but watch TV. But you can listen to a podcast. Especially and if you're having fun and, li and and learning, that's it. So you know, it needs to be information second, entertainment first. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You need to have fun while you're doing it. Don't just don't just be this stale guy who's just telling me about stuff. Have fun. Tell me weird stuff and you know whatever. It's it's. You, wait, by the way, sorry. You're farting reminded me that we. So I have my buddy Steve. Collins. I was wondering what yeah. the, yeah, what the correlation yeah. was. I have a podcast. What just happened? Uh, so so my my buddy Steve usually calls in from Philly. So we we plug him in. Is live. he living in Philly now? Yeah, he and, was in Virginia, right? He was in Virginia. He was in Park City. He was in Seattle. He's in Orlando. And he maybe I saw a picture of him maybe yesterday. Okay, and I. It reminded me I should probably trim up my beard. Oh, he, he has the yeah. most unkempt beard in the world. He looks like he went for a walk this morning and he came back to my house. I'm like, dude, you look like a homeless person. Zip up, like zip up your pants or I don't he, know. Pull, he does pull your have shit a together. Bit of a, he, what's he, he doing? Bartending? No, he's a he's like construction management guy. 
Really? Very boring. Um, but we flew him out since we're doing the, 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 the Kickstarter for this month. Yeah. We said, hey, let's just fly him out. Let's do five or four in a row. We did two on one day and two on the next. Yeah. Have him in the studio. It's a lot more, the energy is all there and it's a lot more, a lot more fun. And, uh, and so he was telling us that, oh, where's the city? What's the city? Uh, it's a city where it was illegal to fart in church. I think it's New York City. New York City, there's a law. It's illegal to fart in church. And I was like, stop. Hold on a second. Has anyone get, you better know the answer to this. Has anyone ever gotten arrested for it? Cause I'm like, I'm not, you can't do that. He was doing research. You can't do that research and then not go and look up if someone's actually been arrested for it. That was, that was Sam Brown's show. Oh, Sam, where Sam the weird, 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 weird loss. Yeah. And she'd yeah. go and break them. And so, so anyway, <laughs> that's so good. That's right. And so this, so anyway, it was, the answer is yes. Some guy was. Because he wafted it towards, I guess, a guy who was a police officer. Just bad, bad situation. But it's just funny. So I'm like, what? And then I farted. So Steve was there, uh, and Hess and Erica, and, and myself. My wife was sitting in the room, too. And then Erica's husband was sitting there, too. And I farted. And apparently, my Erica and my wife thought it was the worst thing I could. I literally just punched a baby. They thought it was the worst thing I could possibly do, farting. And I was dying laughing. And Erica just gave me this look like that. Like, we're all laughing. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it was like, that was really gross. And I think our <laughs> professional relationship is now at odds. And my wife just looks at me and just shakes her head and, like, walked out. I'm like, oh, my God, it's just a fart. And it was well-timed. Yeah. They're like, what are you sitting there waiting for? I go, no, I always pretty much have one in the chamber. I always have And one. I've never done it. But like, if I had one and you said it's illegal to fart and I can fart at that moment to accentuate, to make a point. I'll tell you what, I, I, uh, secret time. I, uh, <laughs> this is, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I, yeah. I, this, is this just morning, you this morning I ate like shit last night. Mm -hmm. I woke up and I got on the toilet and I was like, oh my God, this is going to blow out of my asshole. Yeah. And I started to go shit. And right as I started to shit, I felt a sneeze coming on and I thought, Wait, I'm going to hold Where it. were you? Where, where were you? Are you in the bathroom or are you on your way to the I'm bathroom? I'm on the toilet. Oh, you're there already. Okay. I'm on the toilet, on the squatty potty, okay. about to start shitting and I feel a sneeze coming. I said, I'm going to time it with the sneeze. Yes. I'm going to let the sneeze do yes. it. And I fucking sat there and I went, ah, and just, and I was like, yeah. Did anyone else hear it? No, no, it was just me. <laughs> but it, it was so bad. It was so g buckshot that I had to cr scrub the toilet with the yeah. brush after immediately. Yeah, I yelled if I don't do that. One time, another secret time, one time I was in Japan. No, totally secret. And time. I took a shit so bad, the guy next to me threw up. <laughs> I swear to God. And I'm in Japan, so I think he's trying to talk to me. Just, and I was like, excuse me, sir. No toilet paper. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my I God. I did that in Denver, too. I took a shit and I don't know what was in, I don't know what was going on with my stomach, but yeah. man, I've taken a shit that's made me throw up when I'm sick. Like I took a shit one time in Aspen where I started to shit. I didn't feel good. I started to shit and, and, the altitude. and it smelled so bad. I threw up in the tub. I don't think that's possible. You threw up at the smell of your own shit. I started to shit and it smelled so bad. I threw up in the tub and when I threw up in the tub, I call this the immaculate shit because when I threw up in the tub, I rifled diarrhea all over the walls. Okay, because I'm I'm taking shit. I got to throw. Yeah, up, you had to sit up, and I had to sit up and, and aim, and I rifled diarrhea all over in a hotel in uh, in a uh, Airbnb that we had rented. Oh no! And so I get in the shower and I shower off and I walk out of the bath. I don't even look at it because I'm afraid I'm gonna throw up. 
I walk out of the bathroom. I get in bed. I feel a little better that night. And I get up and I tell my wife, I say, hey, listen. Um, <gasps> oh, she was with you. Yeah, my, oh. my, my parents are with me. My, oh my sisters are with me. My kids are with me. I say to my wife, I say, hey, uh, we have a, there's a problem in that bathroom. I, yeah. I shit all over the walls. And she was like, are, are you kidding me? And I said, no. And she goes, oh, my God. And she goes, why? We've all been using that bathroom. Why wouldn't you tell us that you should there's shit on the walls? No one saw it. And I went, wait, she used it since? Yeah. She, and I was like, well, I don't know. But it's I shit all over the walls. And she walks in and with me and I can't find it. There's no shit on any of the walls. I don't know if someone cleaned it up. I don't know what happened. My mom cleaned it up or no shit on any of the walls. You never and I, asked. And you I just didn't was ask like, the group? I was like, all right, F- never Family mind. meeting. And by the way, I'm, I, I didn't search that good because maybe it went behind, like maybe it angled behind the yeah. toilet or something, yeah. but I couldn't find it. I didn't even fucking, I was like, whatever. The I get immac- altitude. Oh, that's the immaculate shit? Yeah, that's the immaculate shit. Yeah, I could I, never find it. Wow. I, I um, get altitude sickness pretty quickly. Okay. I think it's because I drink a lot. <laughs> could, I mean, you know. Or not? I think it it's could probably, be. It could be one or the other. Like every time I go to a place, I get altitude sickness but, the first day. But is what's the altitude? Is like 100, 100? 100 feet. Yeah. yeah, it's just right, just off sea level. You could no. if you are changing the altitude quickly. It's no. not the alcohol; it's the change in. Altitude. No, no, no. I it's about seven thousand at seven thousand feet. I feel it. You know what's interesting? This is completely five thousand feet. I feel it too. So, do you know your altitude right now? Yeah. What is it? Uh, I think it's uh, six. Uh, seven hundred. 700. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. Tell me my altitude. I have it on my watch. You have it on your watch? Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm pretty obsessed with altitude. Yeah, me too. It's... No, this can't be right. It says 3,600 feet. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. By the way, by the way, by the way. Secret time. Secret time. I am one. really obsessed with That's altitude. That's a good watch. Yeah. Really All you have to do is say it in your phone. What's my altitude? No, no, no. Hold on. I have a fucking altitude app. <laughs> what have... is my altitude? Approximately 630 feet. There you go. Uh, was I right? Sure. Or 3,000. Or 3,600. Well, maybe it's just off by 3,000. Well, it just it had says... the numbers reversed and threw a zero in there in the wrong place. How do I reset my altimeter? I used to have that in my car. What's, my bar- what's a barometer? Uh, the air pressure? It's 11,000 is our barometer. What? Oh. I, I got to go. Altitude says 3,600. What do you think the altitude is of Phoenix? You think it's higher or lower than here? You think because it's inland, it was higher. Now, by the way, I don't know the answer to that. Hey, Siri, what's the altitude of Phoenix? I'm going to say, I'm going to say a thousand feet. Ooh, this is a fun game. Let's I'm going to go, I'm going to go, take the under. I'm going to take the under of what we are. What did it say? 735 feet. You know what's, you I'm going to call mine a win. What? I'm going to call mine a win. Oh yeah, because I said less than what we are, but I'm going to call it a win because I think there's. I, I feel like I got a buffer about 100. I love when you go to a town and you don't realize they're you're at altitude, and then all of a sudden you're like, I think I'm having a heart attack, guys, and everyone's <laughs> like, uh, Flagstaff. Flagstaff. What, what do you think? Oh yeah, because it's a high desert. Yep, flag, altitude Flagstaff. I'm going to say 6,300 feet. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. So can I just take the under on that and I'm good? Nope. You're not. You're not going to win. What do I win? I have to actually. Get, what do I have to do? Hey Siri, what's the altitude of Flagstaff? I'm gonna say four thousand. Flagstaff is six thousand nine hundred. Damn it! <laughs> Fuck! I Damn nailed it. that. Damn it! By the way, I have gotten altitude sickness in Flagstaff, so I'm pretty accurate. Wow. I know when I start getting so altitude wait a second. sickness. So, so they call Denver the Mile High City, but yet Flagstaff uh, is much higher. It's a thousand feet higher. Oh. Um, we went to 
a place just outside of Denver, and the altitude was like, dude, we went heli skiing. I think at nine thousand feet. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. That was like that really kicked me in the that dick. Sound, by the way, that sounds really aggressive. Did you jump out of a helicopter? They, yeah. With skis? Really aggressive. No, We're, just no. The helicopter landed on the top of the mountain. Mm. We got out of the helicopter. Skis or snowboard? Snowboard. Where'd you grow up? Tampa. So oh. yeah, it comes to me naturally. <laughs> I was gonna say. It was the wor- it was the it was one of the scariest experiences I've ever had because everyone's like, yeah, hell skiing, yeah, fuck yeah, we'll go hell skiing. So we're like, yeah, and in my head, I'm like, yeah. And so I, we get Is there this for a show or with, with- for Travel Channel for okay. Triple Flip. So we get there, and the guy's like, uh, we get. I, I was at the national championship the night before with Segura. I get on a plane that day. I fly to uh, Zurich, take a car from Zurich to I think Interlaken. And an interlocking, they're like, or I think it was interlocking, and they're like, all right, so we're going hella skiing. I'm, dr- I'm drunk as fuck. And they're like, hella skiing, 6 a.m. tomorrow. And I go, hey, do you think we could take like a couple runs before we go? And the guy looks at me and goes, can you ski? I said, yeah. He goes, you'll be fine. I was like, all right. Is it just, I, I don't think that's a yes or no question. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Skiing at what level? A level be dropped off? Is it, fret, is it virgin snow? Uh, virgin powder. And it's probably. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be fair. It's probably thigh high powder. Yeah. And so, I I, I mean, you could point, never get on top of it. To, never on top. Okay. You could. You could. You go really fast. But you had to. You it was, it was so. And the guy puts a beacon on me, and he goes, "Okay." Oh, you have a beacon in case of an avalanche. I go, "What's the beacon for?" He goes, "That's so we can find the body." And I was like, "Hilarious!" I go, "Excuse me." Hilarious. And he's like, "Okay, here's what we do. You got to stay within a five feet of my." I don't know so what he accent was Swedish this is. Or? I don't know what accent. No, this I is. don't know. He's from Sweden. Or? It's, it's yeah, it's, yeah. It's a <laughs> so wait, it was, so it was a Muppet that was bringing you there? I don't know. <laughs> it was a chef. Okay, it was a chef. Hordy porty 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 porty. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> he goes. He goes. Uh, he goes. Uh, stay at five feet within my tracks, and then uh, uh, don't go to the left or the right of me, and stay with oh, us. He's in front of you. He's going with you. He's going with us. Oh, all right. And but he's so, he, he snowboard. He's skiing. Okay. Uh, me and my two travelers are skiing, snowboarding. Uh, one cameraman snowboarding. One, the sound oh guy. Oh my god. Once the sound guy is skiing. How rough? That's that's with with equipment. Yeah. <laughs> Full equipment. What's oh, do you have like a like GoPros and shit on too? We all have GoPros, uh, sticks handled, handle stick like handles. So you have two, or you have one. I have a GoPro. I think the guy had a GoPro. Yeah, cameraman has uh, a camera. Uh, like what kind? Wow. He was, but he was a professional snowboarder, so he's really. Oh, good. so he's not your normal guy. No, he is. No, he is. He just also happened to be a professional <laughs> okay, snowboarder. Okay, got it. What's so, his name? Kurt Kendall Welpington. Welpington. Oh, Welpington. the third. Um. No, he almost lost his foot the next day. So uh, he, we go it's a plantar fasciitis. and we start going and I realize I can't. By the way, I still can't really ski and snowboard and powder. I was just snowboarding last weekend. But you I, made it? No, we go and I, and I start going and I go, I can't turn right. Right. Like I've never snowboarded in powder. That I don't realize that you got to lean back. Like you got, you can't just. Oh, the opposite of what you would. It, talk, the opposite yeah. of like snowboarding on ice, what I've done my yeah. whole fucking life. Right, exactly. And so. <laughs> this isn't like Big Bear. All of a sudden. I'm going and I catch my nose because it's that's what happens in powder. Yeah. So I catch my nose and I go fucking flying face first and disappear in the powder. 
And as I get in, I go to push myself up. And as I push, my hands go deeper into the powder. Yeah. And I am covered. I'm claustrophobic. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is why I have the fucking beacon right, on. Right, right. They're all in front of me. No one saw me fall. I'm going to fucking be left here until they're like, Was where's fall on camera? Where's Bert? I, no one saw me. Were, they, were they shooting from the helicopter, too? They're shooting from the helicopter, oh, too. And they're like, and we have two helicopters, by the way. So they're okay. shooting from both okay, helicopters. Don't show off. Just, but it's fine. I go in the powder and I go, oh Only my God, this is, this is why I have the beacon on. They're going to get to the bottom and go, where's Bert? And mm -hmm. they'll go, well, let's go find his body. With the and, beacon. I'm, and I'm just sitting there and I can't move. And I'm, like, I'm like, oh my God. All of a sudden, I feel a hand on my back and he flips Not me over. Not the guy. Over. Was this, this the chef? The, the guide. He goes, you should see your sound guy. <gasps> sound guy, John Sales, is upside down in the powder. Skis kicking in the air. <laughs> gear everywhere. Oh my, oh no. Sales gets up and he looks at me and he goes, get us the fuck out of here now. And I'm like, yeah. I go, fuck this. The two couples were with, they can't snowboard in it. It's such deep powder. None, you have to be like a, a really good snowboarder. Plus that seems to me like it, that's very avalanche-ish. Uh, very. Of. So we get down. All of a sudden, I'm, snow I'm finally snowboarding a little better, you know, but not great, but just a little better. And I see the guy that the, is at the bottom. He's like, stop. And I slide and I stop. And the helicopter comes and lands. And there is a fucking cliff off to nowhere right where we stopped. Like a cliff, like, and the helicopter lands in between us and the cliff, and we get in the helicopter. Me and John Sales are in there, and we're supposed to go up and do another run because they want to get coverage. Right. And John Sales and I look at each other, and we're like, we're ready to go home. And the guy goes, really? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that again. Like, it was so fucking scary. And none of us could snowboard the, to the level to the that point we needed of, to. Yeah, right. And so we go home, and all of a sudden, you see the walkie. They're like, where are you guys going? And I go, don't answer them. Just take us home. I go, don't, tell them that we're going home. We're done. And so we go home, and I was like, that's too dangerous. We're going to get fucking killed up there. Yeah. I was like... Let's just go to a slope and we'll cheat it and we'll get the shots of us. And you can use all the wides you yeah, have right, on snowboarding, right, right. but get all the close-ups, all right. the coverage at a right. slope. Right. So we went to some slopes. And by the way, the slopes were scary as fucking shit. And I know I've told this. This is Austria? This is Sweden, Switzerland, okay. Switzerland. Right. Okay. The stroke, because the slopes, the, because in Switzerland they're above the tree line in a lot of these places. Yeah. There's no trees on the side of these trails. Right. It's just straight cliff down. Yeah. It's cliff up, cliff down, and a 10-foot catwalk yeah. that you get to snowboard on. It was fucking terrifying. Like, it was... Switzerland was like... I was like, these are people that grew up skiing, like, from the day they were born. Yeah. They've been on skis. Their whole... Everyone Wait, is a is great Interlock skier. is Interlochen the name of the place you went up to? Uh, I don't know. if uh, Interlochen's... I, Did you, I don't you take remember. a train to the top? Yeah. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I think I, yeah. And you go by this like beautiful village, which is the inspiration. Exactly. For the, it's yes, the inspiration that's right. For Lord of the Rings, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, the squire or the, whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah, that we that that's where we were. And did you do the rope swing in Interlochen? No. Oh, dude, this is the greatest fucking thing I've ever um, done. Is it like I did one of those in uh, New Zealand? Uh, I did that one in New Zealand too. The, yeah. The, the chair of death. Um. I don't know. It was like, it was a bridge that, that went out that just stopped. Oh. Like they built it. It was a bridge that went out into the canyon. And then you just. You I just, might have to buy my dog scarfs. <laughs> you should. Scruffs back for it. muffs. Go back it right now. Um, Hold on. What's interlocking rope swing. This thing is fucking insane. We get to the top and there's, and, and this is spring. 
and there's and there's this guy and I was shooting my Zane's World videos and stuff so we shot it there and there was this guy So when you shot those were you shooting them all by yourself? Yeah, I had my little just my little camera. Um and so yeah, and so, and then I would get back and then someone would edit it. And um there's this guy at the top Who would you have edited? Um I was at, for a while I was working with Pilgrim. Pilgrim Really? And you were just going into them and saying, "Hey, can you help me?" Well, I, they we we worked together to create the show. I went out and shot it, and then they did all the post. Oh, but cool. I paid for all my travel and all that shit, so it was not. So like, they did the post, and then they did the post, yeah. That's fucking great. Now I have Hess do it. Hess, oh, the guy for for real, yeah, he's awesome. So anyway, we get to the top, and then and then there's a guy, and he's like, "This is the fucking rope swing." Someone by had the just way. canceled. This is the rope swing. Here, I'll, show, I'll yeah. get it to the part where the. Someone had just canceled one of those, um, you know, when you run off the side, like a, what is it? Like a, what do you call this? I can't think. A hang glider? Yeah. And so somebody had canceled and, and he's like, do you want to do it? I'll let you do it for half price. This is it. Oh. Oh my God. It's fucking intense. It was the, it's the most, it's the most insane thing I've ever done. You did done. it. I did it. Yeah. My buddy Kendall, the that's pro really close. So I, I I did that in New Zealand, and yeah. there's no the walls are so far away from you. There's no point of reference. That one goes right through the walls. Right through the walls. You like and you get you feel like you're gonna hit the far wall. Ugh. Or my buddy Kendall did it and did a flip, and the rope tied around his ankle. I was wondering if that would ever happen. And he yeah. was hanging by his oh an his shit. ankle is the all held all the weight. So right because it was yeah because it get caught in the it, middle of it, between him. He and that. flipped and his literally. His foot tied into a knot in the rope, and when it caught, it was him, his foot that was swinging by. Yeah, and we were like, "Oh, that can't be good." Did any, any, that was a lot of pain. Dude, that was one of the most gangster oh, reads because, I've ever done. Because there was so much pressure on his foot when it was pulling. It's yeah. a whole body. His fu fucking foot held him. Right. That was the most gangster read. This this couple came out. This is I was. This is like when I was like really into. I was like really into TV, and I was like, I want to make badass TV. Okay. And they were like. Uh, not that I ever wasn't into it, but this is when I was like, I was I was also in control of my own show. Like I could do whatever I want. Yeah. So I was like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna bring the couple out to this little rock outcrop where they're gonna look into the valley and go, wow, I wonder what we're doing here today. And then I'm gonna be off by the jump, and I'm gonna go, hey guys, when I met you, I said we were gonna do. You you guys said you'd be up for anything, right? And they were like, yeah. And I'm gonna jump. They won't. You won't see. They won't connect that the ropes. It was. It's odd that you didn't. Oh, I see. They wouldn't see the rope. They, and they just see jumping. me jumping yeah, off yeah, a fucking yeah. thing, and they'd yeah. be like, what the fuck? And yeah. it was the greatest reveal. It was, and then I ended up doing that a couple times. Uh, that exact <laughs> same one. I did it in New Zealand. Oh, okay. But that takes a lot of balls to just do that jump. It's so much easier when they're like, you're, you're harnessed in. Yeah. My hands are sweating right now. Yeah. You're harnessed <laughs> in know. and you're seeing them walk out and you got, you got a camera. All right. They're coming out. They're coming out. Bert, Bert. They've got there. Here we go. You're gone. Let's go. And so you didn't have to worry yeah. about counting it right, down right, or anything. Right, right. It just happened. You just did your read and yeah, jumped. Yeah. Oh, my hands are fucking sweating right now. I so I did that that swing, and and then they go, wasn't that bad, right? I go, no, it wasn't that bad. And like, okay, we're done. And they go, okay, like, would you do it again? I'm like, yeah, sure, I'd do that again. They're like, okay, load it back up. I'm like, and on camera, I'm like, oh, I see what you guys. Are. Like, I meant hypothetically, yes, I would do it again. Yeah, hypothetically. So so they did, this one was I just fell backwards. The first one, the other one. They did suspend me by my feet and then and then cranked it up. And so they're like, okay, now look up. And when I'm looking up, I'm actually looking down. And as soon as I look You're down- You're hanging upside down? I'm hanging upside down. And as soon as I look at the ground, that's when they let it go. And I was like, 
It was like, I remember all I said was like, I, I, I said, I think I said, oh my Lord. <laughs> like I've never said Oh my, that. Oh my Lord. Oh my, good, 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 good heavens. Oh my good Lord. Good heavens. Lord. Yeah. Jiminy Cricket. Land sakes alive. Yeah, we did, uh, we did a bunch of those. We did a rope swing in, in uh, Africa that was fucking, yeah, and I, I've always wanted to work this as a bit, but it comes off racist. So I like I it it doesn't the intention is lost on people because okay. I think they think I'm just being funny for racist or racist yeah I, I think but go the, ahead the thing that they couldn't and, and you have to do enough of adventure stuff to realize this you have to really be in the world of adventure yeah and so like I have gone thank skydiving keeping, say, thank you for constantly saying the name of my company don't mention it <laughs> you can go back it on Kickstarter guys that's adventure with a with a three three yes exactly right. <laughs> um. <laughs> old Johnny Appleseed had started the company. <laughs> and so so I was the first person to jump off the stratosphere. I was technically. I was uh I was the first person that paid to jump off the stratosphere. Dudes jumped off way before me a yeah. lot. I went skydiving a couple times. How'd you jump off with a bungee? Uh, we controlled descent. I oh, bungee yeah, yeah. jumped. I've yeah. bungee jumped probably that. fucking ten times. I don't know. I yeah. bungee jumped a lot. Yeah. And so we go to Africa. We do the to do this uh, rope swing, Moses Mabita Stadium. It's I think it's in uh, in Joburg. Yeah, right. Okay. And so we go up. We get up to the top, and the first thing I notice, and this is where I usually usually lose audiences, is that the guys operating the ride are all black, and I've never been harnessed in by a black guy. Okay. It's always the same type. It's a Kiwi, a guy or an Australian. Long hair. Yeah. It's like a surf, like, he, like he rode a skateboard there. A lot yeah. of confidence. A lot of like confidence. All right, mate. Here's how we're going to do it. Yeah. Gonna step into the harness. Going to pull up your waist. Is it snug, bud? Okay. Tighten it up. I'm going to tuck this over here and then I'm going to tighten it, tighten it. I'm going to have Jeffrey check my work. Jeffrey, come in here. He's like, all right, mate. How are you doing? <laughs> Let me see. You got Doug, 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 Doug. Bob's your uncle. Yeah, all right. We're ready to go. Do you feel comfortable? And then the other thing they do is that when you get ready to jump, the QEs do the same. All right. Arms wide out. I want you to look out the horizon. We're going to count to three. On the count of three, we're going to jump. Here we go. A three, two, one. Bungee. <laughs> All right. Didn't go that time. Not a problem. <laughs> when these black guys did it, and you can see the jump. video. They jump. <laughs> just jump, and he knees me in the back. I put on my own fucking harness. I go, does anyone want to check my work? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, no, you're good. You're good, right? Yeah. Yeah, look good. Look, look good. Just jump. I was like, and the, I think this is where I lose him. I go, him and the Wu-Tang Clan start click-clacking because they're talking to himself in Afrikaans. Like, nah, nah, nah. What, did you try this on stage? Yeah, I've tried okay. it once. <laughs> and so, and so, yeah, so. Where? <laughs> uh, oddly enough, Virginia was okay. where it failed the most. <laughs> but, but uh, and then you can see the videos online. They knee me in the back. Like, so they, they don't even like. They don't even count it. I go, are we going to count this down? You see me in the video go, yeah. are we going to count this down? And they're like, no, hit jump. And they knee me. Didn't even give you a chance to do it on your and, own. And it's a very different uh, feeling to be pushed off of something yeah. than to jump off of yeah. something. And, uh, and But then I realized, because I watched them knee everyone else, they do that so you don't hit your head. So you clear the pat platform. Oh, my God. They push you okay. so that you clear the platform. Yeah, okay. That's still. I think I still counted it down. I was like, three, two, one, here we go. And I jump. But... uh you're pissed off and free falling oh but yeah that that african um one was one of the probably the scariest and then they had to draw you up to the top oh yeah so they'd stop and then they'd start rearing you up yeah and so at one point you were climbing See, my stomach is a little twisty right now back yeah. onto the ledge that you had been pushed off of oh yeah oh my oh, hands are sweating at the end you had to climb you had to pull yourself up like you're getting out of a pool yeah onto the ledge and that's the ending that's the end of it oh, then you have oh. To, when you have to walk down the stairs this girl cried with your legs shaking shaking hard as yeah. fuck this girl cried so hard 
and was panicking so bad. And at a certain point, I'm like, yo, this is supposed to be fun for her. Oh, right, right, right. I was like, I can't. I can't yeah. make her do this. Yeah. And then her boyfriend did it. Like, they're both named, they were both named Taylor, I think. They're from <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> I, I did. When, when I was in um, uh, Norway, cold month, like, January or something like that. We went and we were going to do like this. The hangover cure was the the plunge in the fjord. Yeah. And so the fjord, it's salt water, right? So so it has a tide. And so it was take three steps down, and yeah. then you were supposed to like just jump in. Yeah. The problem, and I was prepared. And by the way, we were naked. I don't know why we didn't need to be actually naked, but we were completely naked. Was Mel doing this with you? No, no, this was for the, for the show. For um, for three sheets. For three sheets. Me and this guy Lars, and and so like so whatever. I'm sitting there naked, and and so um, I took a step down, one more step, and then the third step happened to be just an inch below the water. So that was the first time I got to feel the water. You know what I mean? Like before yeah. it was just water. Ah, I can, I can deal. I can jump in and out. It's not that big of a deal. But then when my feet were in it and literally went numb because it was like 30 oh. degrees because the salt water was below, below zero. Um, and so I just couldn't bring myself to do it. And I turn around. I'm like, I don't think I can. And you can see this in the show. The guy just goes foot, a foot in my chest <laughs> and just kicked me. And I remember the one thing I remember was looking up and then everything just kind of, cause I was like, huh? like the world closing in, yeah. you know, the, the water closing in. And before I knew it, I was jumped up on the deck and was running into the sauna. That we oh, did. good times. The times we had, we did that in Michigan with a brother and sister couple. We did a, we did a polar plunge and they just cut a hole in the ice and you jumped off. You jumped into it was a lake yeah and they just, but they just cut a hole in how, the ice how, how thick was the ice a uh, foot probably like yeah like this thick yeah. and dude that was fucking and you did it i did, you did it, all yeah. that stuff yeah yeah i did everything uh, the first season i did trip flip they didn't want me to do anything they were like just you host it and it was like i was like fucking sweet yeah right i was like you mean <laughs> just pulling checks yeah right i was like all i do is show up and go hey today you guys are doing this go go fuck yourselves yeah. <laughs> that's gonna suck but i don't have to do it <laughs> and then uh and then the second season, they were like, hey, we, we, it would be interesting. Like, I remember second season, they went bungee jumping in and what you would call it. And I, this girl, Katie and Ryan, God, I can't believe I remember their right? names. <laughs> right. Katie and Ryan uh, went to go bungee jumping and she was so scared. She was crying. And I was so confident that nothing was going to happen to her because I wasn't doing it. Right. So I was like, you're going to be fine. Yeah, like, right, right. If I had been doing it, I'd be like, yeah, let's get out of this. The chances are 50 50. And so, yeah, yeah chances are 50 50. <laughs> and, and she was crying and then she did it and it was great and then just then after that they were like i think it would, the show would be better if you were a little more involved yeah and i was like oh okay yeah. i remember the first thing they were like you need to take motorcycle lessons and then you're gonna skydive out of a plane onto a motorcycle and then you're gonna be riding motorcycles through uh crow territory and i was like oh fuck i was you fucking did, terrified you, you did that yeah went skydiving almost threw up then opened bought I, wait you did uh solo parachute no, 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 no. Tandem. You landed on a motorcycle? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, can, you hold, can you hold Can I tell you my version of that? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you jumped out with like a thin shoot. Yeah. I don't know why it needed to be. And you were, you were wearing leather. And then as soon as you got down, apparently there was a motorcycle that was already traveling at 60 miles an hour. You cut your chute, landed on it, and then you drove through some Indian territory. That sounds exactly like what I said. Okay. We landed at an airfield. And there were motorcycles there. Okay. And then we got Period. on the motorcycles. Period. Yeah. Then we got on the and motorcycles. Then next chapter, motorcycles. And then we. Uh, my, my version. Is this way is way the better. first time I had driven a motorcycle. Okay. 
Uh, I'd taken a class. What I'd, kind? How big were they? Uh, they were. I had a Victory Judge, and we had a Victory. Oh wow! Bagger, like a thousand CCs. Fucking Victory Judge is yeah. a beast. And uh, we land at the airstrip. I've only taken motorcycle class. Okay, right. and so then we get on the motorcycles, oh, and the guy cool. I'm with, Brenton, was his name. God damn it! He's like, yo. Uh, hey. Remember earlier you were you were getting upset at yourself I for know. forgetting things? It's all coming back. His wife's name is Allison. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we have no way of verifying the stuff you're saying, but you seem very confident about it, and you oh. seem happy about it. So and so we land, and he goes, "Hey, let's." I, I've never had the opportunity to drive a motorcycle the fastest, and like just open it up. Oh right. And we're on a fucking runway, and he goes, "Let's just open these up and get to like 130 miles an hour." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay." And we go down, and I open this thing up. Just, I am, I am like going 130 miles an hour. Look at this pedometer. I'm going 70. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm like, and by the way, you're topped out. I'm topped out. I'm like never going any faster than that. And then what oh, happened is shit. we ended up going, and uh, and we had this we had this great night where. We were gonna um, do. Uh, is it? Is it? Pat, not Patton. Who? Uh, who's the guy? Um, who got killed by all the Indians? The general, Yell Custard. Custard. Oh yeah, Custard. Yeah, Custard. Last stand. Yeah. I think we got to go to where Custard did his last stand. Got it. I think I, I can't really remember, but that. Was that like and, South and so Dakota what they did was yeah, and what they did was they had the Indians on horses bareback all dressed up in total indian like indian out okay uh rush us the way they did custard the same way they did custard so we sat on three horses and then they rushed us and they attacked us like they did custard and we reenacted it okay. it's really cool that's but, amazing but we had to get there before sunset so we could shoot it right and so we get we're on our motorcycles and the chief meets us oh wow and says hey, wait sorry but this whole thing you getting attacked by Custer's last stand start it started in a plane no it, it, no, no no this is just another day okay another day. got it and so we're on motorcycles and the chief meets us and he says hey we're running late let's go follow me yeah and the chief starts going 120 miles an hour in his truck and we are on motorcycles going no joke i i doubt i was going 120 i don't think i was going 100 but I was definitely going fucking 90. Yeah. On a fucking motorcycle, just... On what kind of a road? F a two-lane highway. And yeah. all I'm thinking is, if a cow walks yeah, out, exactly I'm fucking right. dead. Yeah. And then I call it. I go, I can't do this. I'm fucking terrified. I'm so fucking scared on this motorcycle. So the chief stops. We pull the bikes over. One of our production assistants sits with the bikes, and we get in a car, and, and we start following the chief. And we're, we're going 120, 130 miles an hour on this road, two-lane highway, and a cop, we fly by a cop, and vroom, pulls over, pulls us over, and he's like, do you have any fucking idea how fast you're going? And we're like, uh, we're so sorry, we're so sorry. We're The chief turns back around, pulls his car up in, like, in the highway going the other direction, looks at the cop, and he goes, they're with me, let's go, and takes off, and the cop goes, sorry, I didn't understand you with him. Because we're on we're on crow territory, right. and so there's no fucking laws. So we got to drive as fast as we went 130 miles. We were that's why he was driving that. Yeah, fast. he was like, "There with me, let's go." Like didn't even like just, and he was so rude to the cop. Yeah, good he was, day, he was like, good, good day, Jim. Yeah, he was like, "There with me, let's go." <laughs> and we were like, mm, "We're with him." <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, was a pretty cool. That's a good day. I, the I, the travel the the trip flip stories. 
I travel stories are always good, especially mm-hmm. when you do adventure shit or drinking stuff. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing you on that plane. You were on that plane in uh, South America. Do you do you know the story about that? No. You ever heard of this guy? Why am I forgetting his name? Caleb. Shit, he had a podcast. Oh, he's gonna kill me. I, he's I know, he's a buddy. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> you got all the names. I can't remember. I can't remember <laughs> my friend's name. <laughs> anyway, so so I was. Um, on this plane, and we had driven. We're in, we're in Costa Rica, and we had gone landed in San Jose, and then gone to the, the the beach, and which was about five hours. I didn't want to take a plane. Planes are scary. We're driving, and it's craziness. Like the fact that we survived it. Like the ledges, whatever. We crossed a bridge, a, a, like a, a bridge. The roads in Costa Rica are horrific. The, the next day, the bridge that we crossed had collapsed, and two people died, and we were in heavy van. We were on a two-lane two lane highway, or four, you know, so it was two on either, either side, and we went around a logging truck, and I could see the bridge was just two lanes, and my guy was literally racing this truck down a hill just, just by the skin of our teeth, caught, got in there, and I was like, you tell that driver, if he does that again, when we when we're pull over, I'm going to punch him in the face and tell him that. I'm serious. Yeah. I was livid. So anyway, we get there, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not driving back. That's fucking insanity. So take a flight. So the flights, you know, whatever, it's propeller plane, whatever. So we get on this plane and we're just, we're just, we're, let's just shoot it as a segment. We got the camera. Yeah. Let's just shoot real quick. Whatever. It's just like, you, it's an open, you can see the cockpit. You can see the back of the plane. The, per, the, the middle of the aisle goes all the like way, the bus goes all the way back to a, like a seat. Right. Yeah. So we were shooting back and I'm like, oh, I got a hangover. We're going to go here. We're going we're to go to a coffee place. I really do have a hangover. Hopefully when we get there, the coffee, we'll see how, you know, whatever. And we went to a coffee place. And so we, we landed back near San Jose to then get a van and to the coffee place and you know it's some field and so the producer's like comes up to me she's like pissed off I'm like what she's like nah nah, nah, nah don't worry about it. whatever and I was like what she's like I'm just getting releases from everybody and like there's one guy that won't sign because he's in SAG I'm like SAG has nothing to do with our show we're shooting a travel show this isn't union yeah. and SAG can't do anything because of whatever so which guy she's like I'm not gonna do it because I know you're gonna go find him and just no it's, it's forget it it's dumb because the guy was just being an asshole, just blur his face out. So I had a, my my podcast, and I was doing it. Caleb, oh, what the fuck is his name? And um, sorry, I gotta look him up because I'm I'm an idiot. Um, I only know one Caleb who's an actor. Caleb. Caleb who? Bacon. How can you how can you forget Wait, Bacon? How do I know Caleb Bacon? He had a podcast for a while. Okay. Anyway, so so I had a podcast, and they were like, oh, bring this guy Caleb on your on your show. I'm like, all right, I brought him on when I had my podcast, and I was part of that podcast network. And uh, and they were like, uh, and so he's telling me the story. He's like, actually, I was on your show. And I was like, oh, wait a second. Were you that asshole on the plane in Costa Rica who wouldn't <laughs> sign the release? He's like, I was going through a dark time. I'm like, you are a fucking asshole. Can you believe it? That's the crazy. guy who wouldn't sign the release on the plane... In Costa Rica, some random randomness yeah. ended up being a, a guest on my on my on my podcast show, and like I that's got to just crazy. I'm like you were a dick. It's amazing, <laughs> but it was weird how that that ship is that the plane you're talking about had to be, I imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I got bit by a bat in Costa Rica. That's fun. Duh. Like a, what kind of a bat? I don't know. I never saw it. I just I flew I'll, by you and bit you and no no a it, and it, run? Bit, it was in a bush and it bit me on the leg. Yeah, and I um. I was at dinner that night, and I started itching my leg, and I started bleeding. There was blood on my leg, yeah. and there was blood on my leg, and I started itching my leg, and started bleeding again, and the waitress goes, oh my God, you got bit by a bat, and I was like, huh? Because they were like... <clears throat> it's fang marks. Yeah. It's three marks. It looks like a triangle. 
That's cool. Oh, the bottom. Yeah, got bottom it. teeth yeah. and the top two teeth. Yeah. And I went, "Are you serious?" He goes, "Yeah, wow, that's crazy." I was like, "Oh," I go, "What do I do?" So I put it on Twitter, and Doug Stanhope's like, "Oh, just keep drinking." And I was like, "Ah, Doug. yeah." And so we <laughs> laugh it off. Like, I can't believe I bit by a bat. And then, fucking same guy, same cameraman, uh, the one that almost lost his foot. Yeah, tells me, "Hey, man." Like, he just goes, I don't know how you're being so comfortable about this. You know, you could die from that. And I was like, what? And he goes, you need to go get rabies shots. Yeah. I was like, no. And he goes, yeah, dude. Like, he lives in Austin. He was like, our friend's dog got bit by a bat in Austin, and they had to quarantine it, but the dog died from rabies, and they had to quarantine their whole family because they interacted with the dog. I mean, they couldn't go out anywhere, and they yeah. all had to get the shots. He's like, you got to get the shots. So I'm like... I talked to our director, Eric. I go, yo, maybe I should get some <laughs> shots. And he was like, well, let's see what we can do. We're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, right. So we, he calls a couple dots. And by the way, everyone, I am such an overreactor to everything that everyone in the crew is like, oh, Bert's just fucking being a hypochondriac. Right, 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 yeah. So we call a few doctors and they're like, yeah, well, I don't know. We, you know, we don't have any rabies shots here. And then one doctor's like, look, we haven't had a case of rabies in 13 years in all of Costa Rica. I think you're going to be fine. And then I call another doctor and he's like, look, Buena Vida, you know, you're going to be fine. Yeah, right, right. No one gets rabies. Yeah. So I go, okay, whatever. Not a big deal. So I come back to the States. We're going to Africa in like, in, in like two weeks or probably, probably more than that. Cause we had to get inoculations or yeah. eight weeks. Yeah. And the lady says, uh, do you want to get a rabies shot? And I said, no, I've already been bit by a bat. And she's, her face drops. And she's like, excuse me? I said, I was bit by a bat like a couple weeks ago. She goes, did you get rabies shots? And I said, no. And she goes, you know, you, there's no fixing that. You just die. And I went, what? And she goes, if you have rabies, you won't get the symptoms for like another eight months. And you'll just die. You'll just die. Oh, thanks, lady, and for go, ruining the go, next seven months of my life. So I go, okay, I'll just get them rabies shots now. She goes, no, it's too late. You have to get them within three days of getting bit. Well, let's say that I didn't get rabies. I'd like to prevent getting rabies in Africa. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And she goes, oh, my God. Like, and she goes, I've never met anyone that's gotten bit by a bat and didn't do anything about it. And I was like, are you sure? And so I lived with the fear of just dying. <laughs> Because like fucking Costa Rica, they're like, we all get bit by bats. <laughs> oh, it was fucking terrifying. When, when I went to Africa, I had to get um, oh. my, my shots. And so... Dude, are you talking... Did, did you take did the... Did I this story? Hold on. No, 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 no. Keep going. Yeah. Not Zika. What's the fucking... A pill? The, the, I took the pills that made me crazy. There's a lot of animals walking around out there. Yeah, you say you only have a cat, but no, let's No, we have a cat talking. and two dogs okay. and three no, chickens. Okay. Here's a chicken. Why did you say that? And no, what, what's uh, the uh, the pill you take so you don't get the thing? Oh, yeah, malaria. Malaria, yeah. Was that what you're talking yeah. about? No, no. He, no. So, so I went in and I was like, and they said, you need to get these shots. And there was like 11. And I was like, you're kidding me. She's like, no, it's, you know, we're going to Africa. We're going, we're going, we're going to uh, Namibia. Uh, it, it, South Africa and uh, uh, Tan Tanzania. And so, or as Trump says, Tanzania. And so we went, I was like, if we're going to do this, the, the production company is up in Seattle. I'm like, if we're going to do this, I want, we got to shoot me getting this because let's do a show open of that. Yeah. And so we had a, a local crew just come and like shoot it. And so I, I went and, and, and did it and they gave me all the shots. Some were combined. So there's only, I think there was only six only needles. Same spot, same arm, oh. same visit. Yeah. And so I had these guys that wanted to do a, a sitcom based off of like three sheets or something like that. So so they wanted to meet me um, 
and this guy's Beck and Hart, and they wanted to meet me for dinner. So I was like, yeah, all right, so whatever. So so I get home and I take a shower and I go meet them for dinner. And I'm sitting there and I was like, yeah, guys, I don't, I gotta reschedule. I don't, I don't feel good. Yep. I think I need my wife to pick me up, whatever. And I was just like, went home, and on the couch, on the couch, shakes with the with like with the chills of yep. whatever and sweating, and just like what the fuck. And they called and basically called the doctor, and they're like, well, yeah, but you, you know, so before you go in for your finishing shots, I'm like, da da. I'm like, no, 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 they did them all. They did them all. Yeah, they did. They did all eleven shots. Well, they combined some into six. They did all six shots and the same visit. But okay, how's your other arm? No, same arm. What? No, what? <laughs> yeah. And literally, no, they did that all wrong. They do it on both arms. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to be spread out over like two different visits, two arms, all this kind of stuff. Everything one day, one arm. And I was literally having like a mini whatever you could catch there, smallpox. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Just like just like having. This I got reaction. I got my shots both arms and then went home and got sick and yeah. was like i don't feel good and i called them and they're like oh yeah that happens sometimes yeah and then and then i never went back for i never went back for the yeah the brother shot yeah i didn't either now that you say that <laughs> i never went back Yeah, because you still had to go back for something else or whatever it is and i remember there's malaria pills and all that kind of stuff Dude, the yeah. malaria pills fucked me up they fucked me up Yeah, what like, do they do they dry out or uh, no you I, you have crazy it's almost like it makes you crazy <laughs> like I, I had crazy fucking dreams. Right, got it. That's right. Like insane, yeah. surreal dreams. Yeah. Don't put it on me. I'm an artist. Don't put it on me to have to remember to go and take the follow up pills. Can you just just get? It's the show. You just guys schedule. I wish. That. I wish. Um, Pilgrim is a good program. What do they do? What? Do they, I'm thinking of Citizen. No, they do. They've done a lot. They do ice road truckers and dirty jobs. Okay. And then his And then his next one. I think they did keeping up with the Kardashians. I wish Pilgrim had like a, a way you could buy into their company where you go, hey, I'm going to make a show with you. I want to own it, but I'd like I'd like to use one of your producers and one of your editors. They're, you know what? They're pretty um, they're pretty good to work with. They were fair. Yeah, yeah, they were good. It's Some other you're, ones because when, when I did a show with Merv Griffin, he's he said we're, we're going to go shoot the pilot. We're going to go here and here and here. Don't worry. We're, I mean, and so, and we took his private plane to the testicle festival in Clinton, Montana, and they arranged for hotels and da, 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 da. And at the end, he wanted to know if I could get some camera guys to shoot it for a hundred dollars. And then I, and then I would get paid a hundred dollars a day. I was like, literally, do you know how much the gas cost on his plane? And then we flew out there and shot it. Got so drunk. And then, and then almost missed the next, the shoot the next day. But then came back on his on his plane his private plane his challenger yeah and from montana and we were flying ha an hour into the trip and there was a pop up up there and then both of the and and you know they could close the door but it was open because it was you know private plane and then both pilots put on their oxygen masks and then tony sort of tony uh merv griffin's son who's producing it looks at me and he's like i'll be right back so he goes back there and and he uh uh goes back and i was like is everything all right? And they said, they don't know. Puts on his seatbelt, calls his wife, and he's like, "Honey, uh, there's something going on with the flight. If I don't, if I don't, if I don't make it, I just want to, you know, I love you." Da da da. I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What did, what, if, what did they give you? What, <laughs> what information did, did you say? get up there?" And then, and then the camera guy, who's I think dad had died in a plane crash. Literally, never seen this before. I thought it was a joke. Turn green. <laughs> <laughs> literally turned green and we're just like whatever and so what happened and so they had to do an emergency landing in Burbank all of all places and then and then by the way they, they called us there was like five of us and the crew whatever they called five taxis to bring us to Santa Monica Airport for, which is where we took off from we each had our own taxi 
with our bag, driving us to the hangar where our cars were parked, where we started off. <laughs> and then and then he wanted to pay us a hundred dollars. So all that stuff. You know how much gas how much how much gas it is for Dude. a private flight back and forth? It was what probably twenty grand? It was ama- it was amazing. But anyway, but Pilgrim's are good, they're not cheap like that. Merv was cheap. They say, Yeah, you know, how do you think he became a billionaire? Because he's cheap. Yeah. No, I don't think that that's I don't think saving a hundred dollars is how he became a billionaire, but I uh I had lunch with my um my buddy Dan Adler. I'd love I I'd love to set up a meeting with you and Adler and see if you guys could come up with a show. Let's do it. About Bert? No, I, I, I don't want. I, you know. Oh, <clears throat> I forgot. You're, you're done with TV. I mean, just there's no like I, I'm. They can't. I can't make enough money on TV to to a lot the time oh, where I take a week off. Got it. Like I can't with the road. That's good. Well, that's the road's good. paying that's too much. The that's podcast right. that happens. The podcast is pays more than my TV shows yeah. ever paid. So like, part of me goes, I just want to do stuff. I just like doing stuff. Like I miss. I I genuinely miss. The phone call I get where they go, all right, it would be, you get it in January, I think. They'd be like, all right, uh, 13 places in the world you want to go this year. And you go, all right. And I remember going, Zanzibar. And they're like, Zanzibar, huh? I go, yeah, it just sounds exotic. And then we got there, found out it's a Muslim country and they don't drink a ton. (laughs) (laughs) They they, they did that with me too. They were, they were, the production company was great with three sheets. It was like. Who's the production company for three sheets? Screaming Flea. Are they still around? Yeah, kind of. Not the same as they were. Yeah. Um, I don't think. And and they, it was like, yeah, you got another another season anywhere you want to go. I'm like, yeah, I would love to go. And you just list it. Moscow will be fun. And the dead of winter. Let's do that. Let's go there. And then let's go. Africa, South Africa. Let's, can we go on like a safari? Tanzania? I don't know. Yeah. Like whatever. And they threw it. They're like, uh, Cartagena. I'm like, no. Cartagena. Um, I, I know. Did you go there? No, I'd love to. I, 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 I said no because I was like, well. Eh, rather not i don't know no maybe no i saw there's uh youtube's got a series um with uh it's called the explorers the exploration it's okay. with steve-o and chuck oh, liddell okay. it looks really fucking good. i saw the first episode actually, chuck liddell. yeah it's, it's a bunch of like internet celebrities or celebrities really just celebrities um and they have to climb a mountain in machu picchu That's or great. i don't know if it's not machu picchu it's in peru yeah and it looks really good i really i started watching it and it, it was pretty fun but it made me go fuck i miss I miss the adventure part of Travel Channel, you know? I mean, you know, there was like, and, you know, whatever, mine was different, but it, but it's the same sort of thing where it's just like, it just feels nice to be flying someplace and going someplace and having having it all being taken care of. I mean, come on, man. Like, that was... Oh, it's the best. Like, you you know, you're, you're getting paid and towards the end, the, the money was good and whatever, but like, you know, I never took it for granted, you know? I did. I definitely did. Did you? Oh, yeah. There's times where I, where I was where... I would have – and the um, – my crew, for, at least for Trip Flip, was very um, – there was there was no real hierarchy or pecking order because uh, I was such a fucking mess. Did you fly – you fly, you flew in first or business? I flew first, And yeah. they flew in the back. Yeah, but I'd always yeah. upgrade one of them because I could always bring an upgrade, so I'd always upgrade one person. Oh, wow. And so um, – but they – they knew me so well that they would literally call me on and like there was no right there was no like i know i i'm i i get it it's the same thing like i'm I'm not gonna do that bert come on and you're just like all right fine they just know you because you you're at the point where you're friends and it's just like hey man and you know what that hey man means and you go okay i'll do it i'll do it i'll do it say no more 
but yeah. I miss I miss the, I do miss like landing in like landing in Tanzania and, mm-hmm. and you know having the crew waiting for you and because you I was on a, I was always coming out of L A they were yeah. all out of Denver oh yeah yeah same. and then you'd get there and they'd all have a beer for you and yeah. you'd be like ah and they're like hey we're we're streaming the Broncos game on Paul's 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 wife would or girlfriend would FaceTime him with the TV and they'd watch the Broncos game through FaceTime oh on God, that's how they'd amazing. stream it and so like I miss those times I miss like. Yeah. Uh, I miss that that kind of shit, but the actual product. I mean, Trip Flip was not a very great show. You know, I remember when I fell off a waterfall. This these fans, like a bunch of them, wrote the same thing. Hey man, no one watches your stupid radio or your stupid TV show. Okay. They're like, uh, just do stand up in your podcast. That's all we care about. Yeah. And I was like, and they're like, don't kill yourself over fucking something no one watches. And I was like, oh, oh, so it was nice in a sort of weird way, I guess. And then when I did Birth <laughs> Conquer, I started having fears of being locked in roller coasters. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so that Birth Conquer was the last season of Birth Conquer was really fun. It was really like I, I is definitely my thumbprint of what I think television should look yeah. like. But I don't think a lot of people agree with me. <laughs> you're going to come to you're going to come do my podcast, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How long have we been going? Okay, we should probably wrap this up. I should maybe see my kids tonight. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I just got a great text. My wife's in the car waiting, but we're fine. <laughs> um, when yeah, I'd love to do your podcast, yeah. Zane's World. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to do that. Can I pick the city? Yeah, done, okay. done deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll pick oh, the city. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, because there's a. I'm, I'm trying to not Tampa, and then everything else is good. Uh, yeah, not Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. All right, so everyone, go on to Kickstarter and get the Adventure ADV three. N-T-U-R-E. And uh, he's got three types of, four types of jackets. Four, four jackets. The, cause they all convert into pillows. They all have uh, beer koozies. They all got, oh. I didn't even show it. They all have, this one, this one's really nice. The, this rain one is really, really nice. Emergency bottle opener. Oh, um, and and they all zip into each other, so you can integrate. The whole point was if you're taking a trip, you know this, yeah. you don't know what the weather's going to be like. Do I bring a, for something for wet or warm? You combine the hoodie with this and you have a, a warm coat yeah. or you have this or you have this. So it's sort of like making packing easier. And then when everything rolls into a pillow, it's easier to pack or you can just use it as a pillow on your trip. Luggage. That's what I wouldn't mind making done luggage. luggage. I, I'd like to, I'd like to make my own. That's luggage. my next thing. I will tell you, I spent six months developing luggage for real. I, I have, I'm going to go back to it cause I'm going to make some backpacks, but wow, it's a lot of work. Oh, I just got given this backpack by the military. Yeah. That is the most amazing backpack I've ever fucking owned. Okay, show me. Go after the, after the uh, yeah. I want to see it. I'll show, and I'll show you my new my new roller case. I got three new roller cases. Nice. They're all and I oh dude I'll show you those. Okay. But yeah, I, I wouldn't mind getting luggage. I wouldn't mind making my own luggage. Yeah. Like me like me making it. Yeah. Forging the steel. Oh my God. <laughs> this happened last time. You had some leather something you were making. Uh, it's under there. It's okay. my fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> you had some like prison oh. leather. Oh, oh it's fuck. amazing. I'm so shocked I didn't drink this afternoon. I know. Ah! I was debating on bringing over a case, but. I'm glad we didn't. Now I can I be a parent. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, dude, I love you, man. Awesome, uh, I, Thank let you me so know much. when I can do your great. podcast. And yeah. everyone, go. Uh, I'll say it in the beginning in the open. We got to probably do an open today. Uh, uh, I'll say it in the open to make sure that everyone awesome. knows to go to it. Awesome. I love you, man. Thanks, brother. Hopefully we can work on a fun. show one day together. Uh, let's do it. Let's just do it. You don't wait for it to happen. You just make it happen. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Done.
This episode was brought to you by The Machine.